I like getting Do it. paid. Send Thank it. you, DraftKings, the number one sports book when it comes to daily fantasy sports all across the world. That's right. We're doing the DraftKings ad read at the end of the episode. You don't know that. You're listening now. Anyways, big episode coming up here for you. Uh, DraftKings, check it out. Promo code THPN at sign up. Free entry with your first deposit. Check us out. Thank you for all the support to DraftKings, to our fans, to everybody. It's been fucking real. Oh, harder, baby. What's up, Stick and Rink? We're back. <laughs> we're back better than we ever, probably worse than we've ever looked, better than we've ever been, and just ready to kick things off. You know, um, this is a fun episode waiting to be had. Uh, it's episode, what is this? Episode 53. Yeah. Bo Horv at a Stick and Rink podcast. Big 5-3 guy. Big 5-3. Yeah. Big Raph, big on the 5-3 train, right? Huge 5-3 guy. 5-3 good height. Ralph enjoys being 5'3". <laughs> uh, stick and ring. So this is our ceremonial, in quotations, last episode ever of this show. We're going to get to that. Should we get to it now? We'll get to it now. Okay, big news. You saw on our Instagram, we're leaving the network. No hard feelings. But we're going on to bigger, better things. So we are coming back to ride the pod. That is the move. Yep. Uh, we are kind of rebranding. We're pivoting, as Ross would say. Um. Yeah, and we're we're kind of changing things up, guys. So we're going from right now. What would you say we are right now? In terms of what a podcast. Uh we're still rookies in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, we're rookies. We try and be a Canucks podcast. We may have went through a sophomore slump this year. Yeah. <laughs> may <laughs> have our our entire podcast, like the the nucleus of our podcast, got COVID and died. Yeah. Much. Yeah. Um. But so the pivot, the pivot that's happening is. We are we are no longer a Canucks podcast later this month. We yep. are we're barely even a sports podcast. Yeah, we're basically just going to call ourselves comedy. We are comedy. That's we are comedy we are. with a hint of sports. Fuck yeah, you're damn right we are. Yeah. So we're going to pivot to ride the pod later in the month. Well, there will be more news on that. There'll be more clarifying, more more clear news on that later to come. Yeah. We'll also be doing a ton of video projects. We're basically going to become the Paul brothers. Yeah. On YouTube, that's the plan. And we're going to fight Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's not on power buttons in the back there, there the struggle go. is real Joshy. producer making a guest appearance uh but getting <laughs> to this episode guys so this episode is sick um what we've what we got planned today is we we basically call it the community episode guys this is community right here so what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're, we're gonna try and bring on some listeners just for little, little chunks of segments here just talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about whatever the guest wants to talk about whatever josh and i wants to talk about it's gonna be a good time so we already got some comments, dude. Got some comments flying. Ride in. the pod. We're Train. back, baby. Raffle We're back. Out the badass portable battery. Yeah. You're going to see the sweat cake in from the fat rolls as we get going. <laughs> Josh, literally, I think Josh positioned his shirt, his body, everything to make him look as like buff, as boulderish as possible. And fit. I'm and a big fit. guy now. Yeah, I've big, put on some, guy. I put on some libbies, <laughs> some, uh, <laughs> some libbies in the past year here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, here we are. So, yeah, like obviously we've had a great run with the Hockey Podcast Network, and obviously we we want to thank them for everything that they've done for us. Yeah. Um, but obviously, just from a, a content content standpoint, we feel that you know when we're covering solely one NHL team, it can be hard at sometimes, especially when you're cheering for a team that's not even in the playoffs yeah, right that, now. That can be difficult. So that's hard. That could that could be proven to be difficult at times. Yeah. 
Uh, anyways, guys, so I think we're ready. We've yeah, got, we've got a guest lined up. We've got a legendary man who's ready to make an appearance in this show. Long overdue appearance, might I add. And we can see him shaking his head with all the stuff yep, that uh, we've said. And we, look, he's already got a grin on his face. We can't really say like in what capacity. We can't start naming names, but we like we used to be his superior, like through different <laughs> means of work and different things like that. What I what I will say is the company that I work for. This guy hired me. Okay. This guy called me and gave me the call, and he called me, being like, "You're hired." Yeah. So I, credit to you. Dude, that's a sketchy thing to say on air because, like, not even naming company names, but just the fact that putting his mistake out there for everyone to know. Yeah, it's tough. It's kind of fun. yeah. I don't think it was his best signing. Yeah, that's but like, dude, you've seen. What I'm a solid third line guy, good locker room presence oh. guy. I'll never exceed three million a third year. Guy with a bad contract. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, maybe like a Louis <laughs> Erickson type. So we'll see. Okay. Anyways, Raph, hit hit the button. Do the thing. Hit, do the thing. Make the magic happen. Bring him into my living room. There he is. There he is. In the background. Gentlemen, hello. Can you hear me? Lon, Lon, the mean. How you doing? We can hear Lonnie. you. Lonnie. Okay. First and foremost, you guys looking like a before and after set together right there. But if it makes <laughs> you feel any better, it's like after some hard drugs. Like you were clean before, <laughs> you were eating uh, maybe a little too much healthy, and then just hard drugs to, to get the weight lost. I yeah, love that. It's uh, I, I don't doubt it. I mean, I put I put the shirt on last minute before we started, and I thought, dude, this is gonna look sick. And then I realized right. my my couch is like a lean back kind of couch, not sick. Dude, like uh, eating Cheetos, lean back couch. Yeah. Elijah, you look like what's his name from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas right now. Like Fear. after he's done all the drugs and everything, and he's just <laughs> Lonnie will get that. Nobody uh, else understands it. I actually think I have that same couch here in my guest room. I'm Dude, oh, sure. oh, let's go. Frey Hayden from, uh, from Cheers Ikea. That. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it as a uh, one of my buddies was moving out. And he's like, hey, you have a guest room now. Do you want a couch? And I was like, I do not want to pay for a couch. He's like, I didn't say that. So, Damn. You know, what's you know what? I'm a peasant. I paid full price for the Ikea couch. Ooh, ooh, yeah. No, don't, don't do that. Yikes, dude. All right. I like that. Premium so, quality. Lonnie, in the spirit of a community-based podcast, we're bringing you on. What questions do you have for the boys? Yeah, yeah do you have some questions? And we'll have questions for you, but... Oh, easily. <laughs> all right well i come to you with greek mythology and ethics questions because i oh, figured that's gosh. just like your listener base right like what? just yeah, <laughs> literally polar opposite the sports this is not a wrath based <laughs> podcast this is yeah. a well comedy podcast now yeah no i i've heard your guys's podcast and i've been sitting there going like i listen to these boys out of support but god i have no idea what they're talking about like Dude, you're, when you're it's in sports. my shoes now of what i listen to josh sometimes <laughs> that's fair that's yeah brutes all right fire away lonnie whenever you're ready what do you got for us all right guys uh so in greek mythology uh daedalus is a famed architect and uh inventor uh a genius with no compare you guys would know his son probably a little bit more from the the apocryphal story of isaac you know flew too close to the sun that guy so in uh greek mythology daedalus just kind of like shows up places he invents something to fix a problem that everybody was having and then just walks away. He's like, cool, I solved the problem. But it almost always results in deaths. Isaac, of course, because, you know, the wax wings, they melt. He plummets straight through and that's his son. But the other is he built the famous labyrinth from the legend of Theseus and the Minotaur. That's a uh, whole thing. So my question to you guys is he thinks that he's solving problems. But it leads to, I think, at least 29 deaths, 28 Athenians, uh, one 
his son. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So with that, do you guys think that he has some, uh, you know, objective responsibility for having given these inventions to other people going like, okay, I'm done. I'm out when he knows what they can be used for. Or do you think he's absolved completely? He just built a tool and it's up to people to use it for good. I'm going to let you take this one first. So you're going to answer. We're both going to answer. We'll both there's, answer. No, there's no like scapegoating an answer just because it's your IQ I, level. Yeah, but that's I, some bullshit. <laughs> um, first question. Can I, I'm going to answer your question with a question first and then actually answer it. Okay. Are you just changing the story of like 2010 to 2021 and just taking out um, the fucking guy's name? Uh, what's his face? Are you just taking out Jeff Bezos and replacing him with what's his face? The Greek dude? No. I that mean, sounds exactly like the story of Jeff Bezos. You invent Amazon and you just give everyone, everyone, they, they kill each other with it. Well, I mean, like you could really apply it to the, the philosophy of objectivism and stuff like that. Like really dive in. Like that's a very yeah. loose term that I just actually threw out there that I probably shouldn't have. But I mean, really, yeah, it's the idea of whether or not the inventor bears any responsibility for the tool. You could say for the, the original gun, like what that cascaded yeah. to in now, or just the creation of a weapon. If uh, you guys watch Marvel, you know, was Iron Man responsible for the weapons his company created that killed people? But I framed it in, you know, Daedalus and Greek mythology because I didn't want to get super political. Yeah, I guess we got political when we went Amazon, but that's okay. I'll answer your question. I'll say the inventor bears zero responsibility for this. People, I thought about this today too because I was I was watching uh, the new black hole documentary on Netflix, and they were obviously like super smart scientists talking about black holes and like what they could do and what they are and like what they could hold. All this like fucking big knowledge stuff, and I was like, dude, what if this goes really really bad? But I then I then I progressed to think that no, dude, it's so your job as a human to just try and figure shit out. Like that's what we're here for. In the end, because how many times do you hear people talk about like? like discovering things or like devoting their life to like a project or an idea or like a, even a, a topic or a subject. And they know full well, they'll like in their lifetime, they're not going to figure it out completely, but like they've almost dedicated their life to just progressing it. I think that's like, that's kind of what I relate it to. Okay. 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 Is that sick? Um, okay. Well, what I will say is I'm kind of in the same boat as Elijah. I mean like the inventor, what I always think is anything that's ever been invented, it's probably been designed for just one purpose only. And then like it, like just in the meantime, like they don't think it's like, okay, what could this possibly turn into? They probably like, like Lonnie said, guy that creates like a gun. Well, probably designed it to, I don't really know what, probably to kill somebody he didn't like something like that. Yeah. But didn't also think about, well, someone could probably modify this to the point where this is where wars and more people could actually be killed. You know, maybe no one ever kind of like thinks about um, like progressing an invention, but that's what they, that's what the human race does, right? Like everything that, everything that's been invented has been improved since its invention. Yeah. You know, something as simple improved as or progressed even. or progressed yeah, maybe it's not in improved. a certain way. Like, I don't think there's, an accountability on the person that invented it. Otherwise, I don't know who invented the gun, but whoever did, it's just like we have wars because of, of this one sole person. I mean, you could probably make that argument, 
But also at the same time, it's just like, is it that or is it the people selling it and making money off of it? The monetization. Yeah. Money, the monet- what do you think? I, I mean, I, I see what Josh is going for. I think that if you if you start complaining, like, I mean, wars were already fought before the gun. So I, I don't think we could put that much problem on him. He's just building a better bow and arrow, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think that like, you know, in the specific uh, examples that we're looking at, like Daedalus created the, the labyrinth. So the thing that houses the Minotaur, that's literally a maze kept uh, made to like keep you guessing where you're going and to house a beast that is going to kill you. So I think the guy kind of gets a little like he knows exactly what he's building. He knows it's not like no one's going to build a better labyrinth. This thing's supposed to be perfect. Uh, that's why he goes down in history. He also like killed his nephew, which is really messed up. But uh, This guy sounds like a great guy. Oh, yeah. No, uh, upstanding citizen. Just Total you know, saying, deadless. Daedalus. Uh, yeah, what, yeah. what an ironic name for this for this topic, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for your comedy podcast. Here you go. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, we haven't started that yet. We're not trying to be funny yet. Okay. I, good, I have good, something good. I wanted to touch on quickly about this topic because the labyrinth was designed in a very specific way, like Lonnie was saying, to obviously keep like the Minotaur kept in there. And then if anybody were to go into there, they'd essentially get lost and die. That's a very specific purpose for it. But if you go back to something, let's say like Da Vinci and his blueprints for a helicopter, like his idea was just to have people fly. But it's like now if you think about it in another sense, like people have taken that concept and they've developed it in a sense where it's like we can now use it for travel. We can use it for combat. We can use it for overall goods, fun, yeah, overall too. fun, shipping goods. Like there's so many different ways. So I think the responsibilities put on the inventor as well as the people, the inventor to kind of like to plant the seed of whatever it could be. And then the people to kind of progress that and have that seed flower it's like do it yeah do do with it what you please essentially it's like here are the tools improve it yeah that's what i say to my girlfriend when i lay on the bed what raffle's referencing there is the aerial screw and now i'm just thinking of like an apache attack aerial screw just like flying around and it doesn't work like <laughs> yeah like the, put, yeah the apache aerial screw that like invades osama bin Laden's compound Dude, and you put pl- like two fucking you put two automatic machine guns out on that thing it's going to be shooting everybody in a 360 degree radius no problem yeah <laughs> everybody you think did. that like da vinci didn't have some sort of schematic for like an auto arrow arrow firing sort of contraption like he probably could have had those up and going by like you know the 16th 17th century like i'm sure he'd find some sort of way to put like a trebuchet on it even just completely throw off its flight path and just have it plummet towards the ground. <laughs> Siege warfare from the air. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Hey, Lonnie, it's good to see you, man. I yeah, It's good it. to see you guys, too. Yeah. Um, my, my one question for you, Lonnie, is actually it's more of a compliment, but also a question. What I will say, dude, you are the king of fucking movie or movie reviews, man. Yeah. I'm loving it. Like, I've taken a couple recommendations, but you've also saved me a lot of time with wasting two hours of my life on like a sitcom or a action movie that is just not good like i actually read every single story in depth but i hate how, and <laughs> in true movie review fashion you don't always give a lot away because like you try and avoid the spoilers but fuck like they're so just in depth and i love how is it your girlfriend that you do them with yeah yeah and i also like her takes but I just I like that dynamic you guys have going. So what's on tap? Like, what's the next movie you guys are going to watch? Uh, I got excited the other day. Uh, she was not as excited about this. I said we should do like a like a propaganda month where we find like, you know, 80s propaganda film like Michael Red Moore Dawn or like, no, no, no. Like think like like the later Rockies, not Rocky one. That's a solid film on its own. But you mm-hmm. get to like, uh, what is it? Rocky three with the Russians. And all of a sudden it's like, this mm-hmm. is just kind of like. 
oh, we're propagandizing, aren't we? Like it's we're you, taking, like you know, what would you be go. a good movie just because like we're still sports related. Oh, uh, Miracle on Ice. Miracle. Uh, Miracle on Ice. Another another really good one. You could also do Indiana Jones with their take on the Nazis. Did they have a, a bad take on the Nazis? Like most Well, people? no, but it was just like, I mean, it was like a form of like American propaganda. Like uh, I, I, I would like to put it out there now that uh, I am anti-Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> like that's my take right now. Just putting that out there, guys. Yeah, we, we actually, we, we want to put it out there too. We scold the Nazis. We do not like them. Yeah. Yeah. Hate <laughs> just them. in case any of the we, we viewers were don't know what Raph is thinking, but you know, just. You know. <laughs> <laughs> For the I record, actually, for the record, I am Polish. I I don't think I can like Nazis. Yeah. Throw that up there. That's a tough look <laughs> if you like those guys. Yeah. I will, before Lonnie goes, I want to tell I want to tell a story that involves Lonnie. I think I have I think I have it right. So correct, it, it's either right or it's like my facts make no sense. Um, so this was when Lonnie returned to Vancouver after being gone, or at least the first time that I saw him in multiple years. And when Lonnie left, he was pretty much looking like me, like he was not the the most fit of guys out there. And he came back. And he was looking like you must have lost like 20 or 20 or 25 pounds or something like that. And I came up to him I'm like, Lonnie, you're looking great, buddy. You've been working out. And he's like, I have diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you're kidding me, right? That's true, right? Yeah, yeah, that's probably accurate. Um, yeah. I got I got really blitzed on that trip, so I don't remember the specific story. Um but I use my diabetes at the drop of a hat for either a joke or an excuse. It is the the greatest gift I think I've ever been given in terms of medical diseases you can still survive with. Yeah. Okay. Totally, yeah. Dude. I like that. I, I want to talk more diabetes when we have some more time, but we got to get the show moving along. Um, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for of coming course. on, Lon. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Wait, are you still in Edmonton? I am still in Edmonton, yeah. Uh, how's the Edmonton life? You like it? yeah <laughs> cost of living is beautiful but like uh you guys have the beautiful scenery and all that yeah. okay there you go all right lonnie thanks for coming on buddy appreciate thanks it. for having me guys all right perfect so moving right along here lonnie what a fucking guy dude um lonnie is a legend yeah he he is so fucking funny and i just i always love hearing his opinions on things like yeah. when he hit us with greek mythology i'm like oh fuck me up man like I don't know anything about that. Like I haven't studied that since eighth grade. Like yeah. fuck me. But anyway, should we bring on the next guy? I'm down. Yeah. Like we, we might as well just we keep the well queue moving. Keep, dude, I remember when I was planning like for guests to come on, I was telling everyone, I'm like, yo, yeah, we'll have like one to three minutes, two to four minutes, something like that. I think Lonnie was in here for like 10, 12 minutes. Oh, easily. <laughs> Maybe 15. Um, okay. So like, next guest that we have in the queue. Let's keep the community coming. Uh, is it Richard Blosser? Is that how you say his last name? I we'll assume it is. Right about now. Well, here he is. He's got a jersey on, so I assume we're talking yeah. some hacky. There Richard, what's up, buddy? Hello, lads. How are you guys doing all the way out there in uh, Western Canada, I take it? That's yes, right. sir. Yep. Vancouver. We love it up here, man. It's where, sick. where are you at right now? Um, I am a dirty, filthy East Coast American. Okay, nice. Whereabouts? <laughs> uh pennsylvania actually. oh baby where are you in scumbag philadelphia or what yeah, you had the steelers cup going uh philadelphia how dare you um <laughs> uh, i'm near near harrisburg pennsylvania okay all right okay never heard of that yeah. place but i'm down we, we had we had pittsburgh and we, we had have pittsburgh or philly you have any, i have fucking canadians know nothing about american geography dude we're the worst does this help 
The Hershey Bears, dude. Hershey. There so, it is. Huge HL guy. Richard. Uh, Richard is part of the Hockey Podcast Network, does podcasts on the Hershey Bears, correct? Yeah, correct. I got right. correct. So uh, I don't even know if Tom Wilson went up through there, but let's just say, let's just blanket statement and say that all the Hershey Bears players are like Tom Wilson. So if you're a Rangers fan, welcome to the show. <laughs> um, but Richard, man, how's your night? Having a good night? Uh, doing good so far, actually. Uh, wrapped up. Um, uh, game over episode number five, where we say goodbye to each and every NHL team, whether they want to or not. Oh, we just, we just did the Blackhawks and Blues today. Wow, nice, Frick yeah, dude. So, so the Blackhawks are done in terms of what? Just like not being competitive again? Yeah, uh, the Blackhawks were officially eliminated. They were eleven, number eleven, technically, which probably puts them at. Mid-April ish, mid okay. to end of April. Yeah. Um, and the Blues were our first uh playoff team eliminated. Basically, they were the first one voted off of American Idol. <laughs> they were the first <laughs> one so, voted off the island. Simon yeah. really didn't like their singing. Damn, dude, dude, and so like cool. Randy Jackson tried to say something positive, but in the end, he's like, It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> it's a big no, big no for me, dog. No, they were. <laughs> Richard, man, what do you got for us today? What question? What are we talking? Well, here, here's the thing, lads, is that um, I actually wanted to bring a little bit of game over to your show here today with one, oh. or, with one or two questions that I typically ask on the podcast. Oh, yeah, let's do it. All and right. If, so, I'm going to preface gonna... this real quick, though. I have, to, I have to put a disclaimer out there. If you try and make me bury Jim Benning, by like oath of family, I can't do that. <laughs> no, I'm not no, so lenient with that. <laughs> I, I I won't because he's done a lot of that himself. All right. All right. For I like that. At, at least you have a couple former Hershey Bears up there, so I'll take it easy on that. Right. So, <laughs> so I I will ask you the same question I've asked every team to start out with: What happened with the Vancouver Canucks? As the kids say, what happened? Okay, well, I'll take... Yeah, you field this one there. I'll field this one. This is a hot shot to third base, and I'm about to throw him out at first. (laughs) Um, You know what? What I will say is I think we weren't as active in last year's offseason than we should have been. Um, I think we lost some key intangibles. I'm not saying Jacob Markstrom because I still would not pay him $6 million a year after the year that he he had just had. And Demko's pretty good. Yeah. you know, I think obviously down down the stretch, COVID obviously came came into effect uh, for the Canucks. Just grinded their schedule. Not saying that they were all, already buried at that point, um, but I would also say the biggest part of this, the downfall of JT Miller, that really affected Vancouver this year. He's tied for first in uh, points last year, and I don't even think he was. Did he crack top five this year? Oh, he, yeah, he, he must got, have. I think he got he got points this year, but he was a shell. He was a shell of himself it was when, not it, came, that when good. it came to being a player and a leader. He was an absolute shell of himself. Yeah. So that's um, that's my, my that's my answer is JT Miller. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I don't hate that. I'm going to jump right in, Richard. I'm going to say that the Canucks, honestly, this year, it it, it I think it went really almost the way it was supposed to go. Like last year was it was a bit of an over succeed. And and uh, just a culmination of different events with the pandemic kind of sneaking them in the playoffs and then getting hot at the right time. We've seen it with like th- I'm going to compare it to something right now. The Canadians right now, what they're doing in the playoffs. <clears throat> talk to me next year, and I'll still take the Canucks to finish better than the Canadians. 
like that's just what I think. That's that's kind of what I think year to year. It's that okay, this team's clicking right now at the right time. No one's out here denying that the Canadians are are over succeeding. Yeah, I mean, like I know I'm kind of making the the Canadians talk right now, but if you take it back to the Canucks, I don't really think like you're blowing one thing. We all blow blow the success out of proportion. I'm not blowing the the failure out of proportion. Just saying, you know what? It was 56 game season. The young guys kind of got off to a very fucking slow start. And by the end of it, it was too late to catch up. That's kind of where I see it. Love that. Yeah, I, I understood. I mean, there it seemed like there was some hope out there in Canuckland. And while COVID did pretty much ravish your guys' season, like like you guys said, it's not like the, the team was really good before all that all, before all the COVID stuff happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If well, anything, they were better when they came or not better when they came back, but like right before it happened is when we st- started getting things done. So I, I won't take up too much more of your time, but just um, quick answers for these last two que- two questions on here. We're not going to ask the expansion or the draft stuff, but um, for all the Canucks nation that's listening out there, just give, give a reason to why fans should be optimistic and depressed heading into next October, into okay. October. Ooh. All right. I'll go first on this one. So op- optimism, guys. We have one of the best cores in the league. Easily. Wow. Top top seven. Well, sorry, best young cores in the league. Mm-hmm. If you take out any of the top uh, Hogner, teams, Hogler, Hogder, yeah. Well, Hogler, Hoglander's helped a lot too. But even give mm-hmm. me like there are five to six keeper players with like maybe our top prospect, Pod Colson. I like our our kind of cupboard of prospects and, and um and core. I like it better than probably every team except for six or seven out there, maybe. In terms okay. of future, so yeah, I, I think the core is why you're happy. Do you want to go? You want to go next? I yeah, um, you know, I think the the words are kind of taken out of my mouth is Nils Hoglander, man. Like this guy, I think is going to come out next year, have I would say a bigger role on this team. And from what I've seen, and from what we've heard from talking to guys that have worked with TSN and Sportsnet, is this guy is going to outwork everyone next to him. And I think that's the biggest thing. And he's skilled, which is also a bonus. I mean, you can have fourth line guys that go out there and they work hard and that's awesome. But Hoglander is one of those guys that he's got the talent as well to, to back it up. And, you know, with the season that he just had, I would add him to that core. Yeah. Obviously, having said that, I think like you can't have too many core pieces. So one might have to give. I don't really know who that one is, but that's my that's my answer be a big chip out there i'll I'll answer do you want to chime in on that at all richard before i answer the the press part um the optimism i mean yeah you have a really good young core out there um you guys seem like you're really fun to watch like when i have full game center booted up here vancouver at home yes please i will Mm -hmm. i will always put, put that on so at least i think for entertainment value i think the canucks are a fun team to watch when they're clicking yeah, I like that. I like that too. The depression reasons, man. <clears throat> I'm gonna go ahead and say, watching Kale McCarr right now, it is fucking downright depressing that I used to compare Quinn Hughes to him. Yeah. Like that, that <laughs> was tough when they were going head to head for the rookie, or or just like the best young defense. Not even close, dude. Like I love Quinn, and he he's a great offensive defenseman. There were some big holes in his game this year when it comes to actual defense. Um fucking Kale McCarr looks like one of the best one or two defensemen in the league. Like, so that's, that's kind of a tail and depression for me right there. I would say the depression 
for me would maybe be the contracts that Pedersen and Hughes are going to get this offseason. Yeah, we're you and I are on different islands when it comes that, to that. That just might be the issue. Not because I think that they don't deserve less money, because I think they do. But again, every offseason, the question that Vancouver has is the cap space. Yeah. And can you afford to sign these guys long term? Or are we going to have to get the bridge deals where these guys, in my opinion, are obviously going to improve? But if you sign them to three-year deals, then they're really testing free agency. You can't lock them up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we, we talk about, and in Vancouver, we talk about core, core, core. But bridge deals are detrimental, especially when you're dealing with really, really young guys. Oh, that's where we're different. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Richard, I, I, what team are you rooting for right now in the playoffs? Are you the Bruins? Um, what? Are you cheering for Boston right now? Yes. No. Is no. It just um, the Bears and the Bruins? Is that the only connection you made there? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, no. Um, I actually filled out my bandwagon application, and that's with Colorado. Let's go. I'm I'm with you on Colorado. All right. Okay. We don't have the game going right now. Do you have the game going? Two two. No dude, way. Let's go, Vegas. They're a Holy wagon, dude. They shit. Stop. That's tough. That's Hell tough. Yeah. Okay, well, we won't keep you any longer, Richard, but thanks for coming on, buddy. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Pleasure working hey, with thank- you at the network. Yeah, good hey, luck. Thank-, thank you, guys. I know we didn't talk a lot, but, you know, we'll keep up on Twitter, especially when the season starts again. Oh, yeah. um, I know at least uh, your farm club's moving a lot closer out to you guys, out to uh, Abbott's Floyd there in the in the fall so um you know you know good luck and godspeed there lads and take care of yourselves and as red green once said keep your stick on the ice let's go oh, yeah dude also keep <laughs> the stick in the rink too do that uh, <laughs> take care all guys. right thanks richard yeah, take, take care buddy man. adios all righty um we're just we're chugging along here it's community episode edition one dude that's josh i'm lige if you're just fucking joining, man. fucking a, we're buzzing. Fucking you a. can't see Raph, but uh, he yeah, is. Well, what, yeah, what am I supposed to point to, dude? That's Raph. Yeah, I'm over here. Yeah, he's, we should he's... have. We should have had like you join. Oh, I don't even know how to do it. Never mind. It's too late. Me. We're already fully committed. You know what this. we could have done? You we could have we could put your phone. We could have put your phone on one of those stands, and then you join in with your phone, turn the mic off, and then use. Yeah, see, fucking yeah. genius, dude. We could move, do that. Move but... the wires around. Or you could just send yourself the link and we could just yeah. do it that way. Nah, I'll um, behind the scenes. Am yeah. I, am I buttoning up the fat? Yeah. No, you're not. Are you sure? No, it's undone, dude. Like, I, I would say for every, you know what we should have done? Started with the shirt fully buttoned. Yeah. But for every interview we get, you undo a button. Fucking way And it's too, like, and eventually we man. should have done strip podcasting. <laughs> so every listener that we get, we have to shed a piece of clothing. <laughs> That would have been sick. That's an idea, Raph. Mark that down in the queue. Um, okay, we so we actually got pouring we actually got two in the oh. queue here. So we're gonna preface one guy who's probably wait, been wait, wait, what? wait. Let's address some because let's address some comments first because I want to give the, the interviews. Okay, yeah, let's do the like, let's want, do the comments. So there's here. some comments pouring in. First of all, uh, we got our friend Red One coming on two guests from now. We got someone first, but then Red One's next. Um, he's a bit of a clown when it comes to hockey takes thinks the center's core is actually good that sucks yeah that's Sorry a that's a that. brutal take um moving on to his his brother bashir yeah tough look on pod goals and just kidding he's a great prospect we'll like him next yeah we true. will like him very we'll be true from at the games that's for sure and then we got a couple people in there talking about bachelorette talk josh did you watch episode one 
Uh, no, I was what? being a man playing hockey with the fucking boys oh, last right. night. With... Let's go, baby. Come <laughs> on. Us, dude. I-, I watched episode one. I watched part of it. You're such a pussy. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I can't deal with you. But we'll we'll talk. We'll talk batch in a little bit here. So Emma, yeah. no sweat. We will be getting to that in a second. Um, but right now we have probably our number one fan, yeah, the guy who's deep. always commenting on our shit. Always giving us a hard time, correcting us, keeping us accountable. Knows more about our show than we know. Probably. In fact. Um, so without <laughs> without further ado, let's bring on Shane. Yes. There he is. What's up, Shane? How you doing? Good. How are you? Just, Good, buddy. You know what? Fucking fantastic, man. Check out the shirt I'm wearing. Let's go. Hey. hey. Finally made it to you, hey? Yeah, I, I had it. I've had it for a while. Man, do you? How many times did you have to remind me to ship that shirt? Uh, I think just two or three times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like that. How many times have you washed it since then? Um, uh, I guess three, maybe. I don't know. Okay, that's <laughs> good. So I hope that shirt isn't worn a lot because I I would assume that's starting to smell as we're approaching mid June. Yeah, but... I was wearing it a lot. I've been wearing it less lately, but uh, I was I was wearing it a lot at one point. Yeah, I even wore it playing hockey with uh, Isha and Dylan. All right, there you go. Hell yeah, dude. Hey, um, we got Emma in the chat saying she's wearing merch too. Shout oh, out our fan base. Our fan base is rabid animals. Dude, I actually so. love it. How how is it that we're only getting the support right when we leave? Yeah. But you know what though? <laughs> the famous way. saying goes, you always go out when you're on top. So <laughs> with nine great. viewers, let's do it. So Shane, the one thing I will ask you, actually, no. Oh, oh yes. Shane, big question. Will you still listen to us even when we leave Stick and Rank? Yeah, I'm, I'm still going to listen to you guys for sure. Let's go. Fuck Huge. Yeah, okay, so yeah. we got one. That's one. <laughs> All you need is one. Don't put that kind of pressure on the guy. That's hey, if, of... if you don't want to listen, that's totally cool. Dude, we um, Rap, you stick to the comments in the live stream. I love, love Ghosts and Woes just for Ghosts and Woes. Fuck yeah. Let's go. All right, Shane, what do you got for us, yeah, man? For us uh, I was wondering, uh, like, Elijah, you went to Sunfest, didn't you? What's, what's that? Yeah, I, I've been to Sunfest twice. Were you with Josh? No, no, no. I was not with I, Josh. I was just curious more about Sunfest. I don't know if you could elaborate on it a little more. But I've been to a lot of festivals, like electronic music festivals, but I've never been to like a country festival. I guess. Are you are you are you big on the country? No, I'm gonna guess no. <laughs> That's why I haven't gone to one. But Dude, you got you just got you got to lose your root and tune in mind, and you got to get out there on the hayfields and just get fucking wild because it's a good time. I will say, I'm pretty open. I think I think I'm one of those like average Joe's cookie cutter guys. When you ask me what music I listen to, I'll probably say anything. But along those lines, any festival is fun if you're buzz slash drunk slash blackout. So, I mean, there you go. Do you get blackout drunk at Sunfest? <laughs> I know, dude. The the this is. I'm sure you can fucking you can sympathize with this. The hard thing about festivals is, dude. I think I was 24 when I went there. I I felt like I was a senior. There's like 18 and 19 year olds running around like literally crippled out of their minds, can't even walk. But right. M- Mustard Meg in the comments also was with me. Sunfest is 10 out of 10. Okay, so then Elijah, let me rank this for you. Stampede or Sunfest? Sunfest every time. Wow, that's a take. You know what it is? I just you, you know you answer you asked me the right right question because I don't like Stampede that much. Oh, man. You can't compare the two. 
Okay. Yeah, they're kind of di- they're very different. They're very yeah, different. I guess I one was, is. I was about to make fun of one's them. cool and one's not. And you guys can take a guess at which one's what. <laughs> you get to see headliners every night, hey, dude. Hey, Raph, let me ask you this then. Yeah. Stampede or Sunfest? Because you've been to both and you've been to Stampede you li- with you the You liked boys. both. I don't like being put on the spot. Like I hate you. He wants you. to say Sunfest. <laughs> no, no, I dude. don't know. No, he wants to come back to come Stampede on. and stay it, it at my mom's on, house. Who, on, on who all the headliners are. If you're going just like for music and like. A fun time to see like headliner after headliner then i'd kind of go in the direction of sunfest yeah. but if you're there for like an overall good time with just like kind of like a like an exhibition center kind of atmosphere where there's like games and just like shows and music and all that kind of shit then i'd go with stampede there you go that's good enough for me um shane what's the what's your best festival memory you got oh man my best festival memory um and we do not endorse doing drugs in this podcast <laughs> at all. Swear. Yeah, and all that white um, shit you do with your hands. Maybe, maybe motion, notion, or identity, one of the two. Okay. And uh, just people I met, just certain people I met there were like, I'm just vibing with them. And yeah, I don't know. Just salt of the earth. Eh? And you were completely yeah. sober there's, for that? There's actually, there's actually, there's actually one, one kind of funny memory. It's not that funny, but um, th- th- I kept on running into, into people named Zane. And I was like, did I already meet you? And they're like, no. I was like, I've never met anyone named Zane in my life. How, how have I not met you? And then, uh, <laughs> and then like, and then, and then like, I started meeting them like all in one spot. I was like, wait, 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 right here. And then I like introduced them to each other. So I, I reunited three different Zanes together. And to this Shane's- day, I've never met another person named Zane. But <laughs> that's like one of those one of those like Facebook group chats where everybody with the name Josh has to get together in a field and have like a duel to see who's the strongest Josh. <laughs> you should have somehow started getting them to like spar each other right in the middle of the dance floor and just being like, "All right, one of you can be Zane. Everybody yeah. else will have." Dude, to be I on. can't believe that actually happened. That whole Josh thing that was fucking yeah, epic. People fuck, kept did talking to me. They're like, "Yo, like, Are you is your is your ticket booked <laughs> in Nebraska?" And I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't get talked about enough. There was a Josh war without our Josh. I was actually pissed. Like yeah. I'm representing Northwest Canadian Joshes. That, that should have happened, but sucks. COVID sucks. So anyways, Shane, do you have any other questions for us, man? Uh no. I know. Okay, cool. Um honestly what I will say is just keep me updated with the score in the uh Colorado and Vegas game, please. Okay, that'd be sick. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Right, dude, thanks for all the support, right, Shane. Yeah, we love you. Thanks man. for coming on, Take Shane. Love that. So day one fan. What a fucking beauty. Like literally since day one we recorded, he was probably our one listener. Um, so I'm down with that. Great fucking guy. Um salt of the earth. Yeah. Zane. Shane is Zane and Zane is Shane. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I I would say Shane is a way better name than Zane, but we can move right along. Zane Malik. That guy's kind of a punk ass bitch, but that's just my opinion. The guy's got more money than we could ever sell our bodies for in our lifetime, dude. Yeah. Um, Raph, what I will say is we actually have one of the uh, owners of the Hockey Podcast Network in our Facebook chat wanting to come on. So if we can send him the link, that would be we amazing. Do. But let's actually move it along here. So we got our boy Rid, probably the biggest bandwagon Sharks fan I've ever seen. There's this What's beautiful up, face. Rid? I love how we bring him into the lobby while we're introing him and, and shit talking. You know what I love is just I his love. clean shaven to the show buddy welcome to stick and rank what's up good evening boys i was kind of contemplating how i'd kind of support whether i come in tarps off or wear the merch <laughs> dude <laughs> honestly we should make it a policy i'm throwing a policy right now if anyone wants to come on live anyone who supports us this much we've given you merch throw it on yeah. i don't care if it's dirty bring it on i don't care what it smells like <laughs> okay <laughs> Rid, I'm going to ask you this, and 
I'm probably going to lose this question, but you're a huge Sharks fan. Yep. Does so two years ago when San Jose lost Joe Pavelski to Dallas. Does mm. and he proceed to score 30 goals that year? E something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Does That's San Jose cool. make the playoffs with Joe Pavelski that year? Because let's not forget yeah, they finished year. second last in the Pacific. You know what? Uh, how that year went, I really think that it shook up a leadership and culture right. uh, value for that whole team. Because oh, for so long, what were the Sharks known for? It was Thornton. It was Pavelski. It was Marlowe like, leading the charge. And then on the back end, you had uh, big Douglas Murray for as long as he was there, even though he was yeah. a minus every fucking game. Uh, yeah. And then Mark <laughs> Edward Vlasic coming in and steadying that back end. Totally. Right? So I definitely think it caused a huge shakeup in the locker room. It kind of made guys question who would be the guy to go to because, yeah, Jumbo was there. But, I mean, come on. Jumbo was a guy who at that point lost both of his knees, right? Yeah. Well, and what, he, what, what, uh, wasn't that after the series where he literally had his head split open on the ice and they came back and won that game? Oh, that yeah. That was, again, yeah. That was the cheap shot. Yeah. Literally the, that fall, was... the accidental cheap shot. But like the following seat, like the following offseason, they got rid of him after that huge moment. Yeah. I think that's also what caused a lot of, uh, dismay amongst the Shark fan base. Cause I think yeah. in that game, which caused such a huge, galvanization point for the whole team like i think every sharks fan went ahead and printed a picture of cody eakin off the internet to say we're gonna go fuck this guy up <laughs> yeah because <laughs> it's like yo you just took out captain Pavs. like he was little joe to us right that's our little joe yeah but yeah. he's just like he's just, again he just fucking mutilate his head off and you know what to be honest in that moment where you're down like what three nothing already i watched and i was like Man, I cannot believe we're gonna lose to this team for two for the second year in a row, an expansion team. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I don't know if I told you guys before, but uh, in Vegas's first year, when they made it to the second round, like they swept, uh, who was it? I think it was LA and San Jose swept Anaheim, and we're like, okay, this is gonna be a good matchup. And you come out and you see Sharks feeling flat-footed like it was in the Stanley Cup playoffs against Pittsburgh. And you're like, mm-hmm. fuck, here comes the PTSD again, right? And I really, th- I actually went down to San Jose to watch two games. Um, one just at a relative's house down there, but the other actually at the Shark Tank. Uh, my first ever playoff game that I've been a part of and absolutely phenomenal atmosphere. So... Uh, you know, for any future reference, if you ever get a chance to go watch your team play in San Jose, definitely recommend it. And I thought it was debilitating watching that team play against Vegas on TV. Watching it live hurts so much more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. That'll rip your heart out. That'll so, rip your heart out. You know what I like about this, Rid? It's so nice to actually talk to someone who watches the Sharks opposed to fucking Elijah that thinks Joe Pavelski is just like the godsend. Now, I'm not saying that you don't think that, but that was probably the most educated opinion I probably could have gotten. Um, So thank you for that. Now, do you have any questions for us? You know what? I was thinking about it on the time here. I was like, do I want to go a Canucks route? Because, I mean, you just said that I was opinionated in a Sharks view i don't want to sound uh unopinionated asking a canucks point of view question but 
let me ask you guys this in terms of uh, expansion drafts coming up, right? Based on I mean, everybody got pissed off with uh, Vegas after Vegas's uh, success, right? Thinking to themselves like, oh well, how the hell did they get set up to do so well to start? Because I don't know if you guys remember, but after that draft was done and they picked and chose who they wanted, made the deals with who they did, uh, everybody looked at that team on paper and it's like, ah, eh, you know, we'll give them a point four point, you know, max point six winning percentage. Mm-hmm. And they come to storm the whole league by like take us all take our butts away because it's like holy fuck these are all guys who stepped up their game because they felt expendable it pissed everybody off I still have this conversation with whoever wants to hear this because there's a lot of people who just want to blindly hate Vegas but I mean again you like coming from me you guys can probably tell how much I hate that team but what I can still rationally say is that they weren't. They they gave they picked who they wanted based on what they were given. Mm-hmm. It's not like yeah. they outsmarted anybody else. You know, you got fucking Shea Theodore because you didn't want any of your other teams or any of your other players untouched on Anaheim. Because now you look at it, who the fuck else would you take on that team? Yeah, yeah, right? I like everybody that. else. So in that sense, do you guys think that it should still be the same kind of format for Seattle? Do you think Seattle should be given? more kind of liberty, more more leeway in terms of, you know, hey, like, I know teams are allowed to choose, like, whatever the restriction is, you choose, like, what, 10 skaters total or something that you get to choose or uh, protect? Yeah, there's, there's, I think it's, I think it's nine or something like that, but there, yeah, there's yeah. a, there's a pretty, pretty big, uh, pretty in-depth rules for sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I like the format the way it is. I mean, um, you know, whenever you have a team like Seattle or Vegas, there's, there's clearly a market for a team. And I think that obviously the the makeup of that team shouldn't really matter to the fans. I mean, the fans want a team. Okay, cool. You get a team. So here's your team. You have to trust the management to obviously give you a team. And you don't really get to pick and choose. You know, it's not like an existing franchise. Like the cap isn't really into play yet, mm-hmm. obviously going into the expansion. But like, obviously, like the NHL just doesn't dish out teams to any city that wants them. Like there has to be financials in place an arena in place and so many other intangibles of you know is this team going to sell and you know i think the players obviously down the line the players obviously have to sell that market um but at the like before the before the expansion draft i don't think fans really give a shit who they take like you're gonna have a hockey team so just be appreciative of that yeah and i think i think the funny thing about vegas is that like dude we forget that first game Actually, well, like the case, the first game they had that was after the Vegas shooting. Well, like, yeah, I think, like, they had right, that I think it was start the first out. game of the year. Yeah, they had that to start. So even without, like, if you take the Vegas shooting out of it, and that if that never had happened, I still think in that barn for that first game, it would have been bananas. Would have been crazy. And that's that's on them under the assumption that they're going to be absolute shit. Like, like they didn't at that point. The fans had no idea that they were going to be this wagon of a team going to the finals. So mm-hmm. they were already going to be supportive. So I think in terms of like I think it'll be the same for Seattle. Is is they're going to draft their team? It's going to be whoever it is. They're probably not going to look great on paper. No. And but the fans are going to fucking be ab- one of the best barns in, in the league for the first year. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what. And in terms of like what the what fans should think or like what we actually what we think is fair. I I, I just think vague. I think it was just so long between expansion drafts that Vegas just just picked apart the GMs that really didn't do their homework in in terms of like 
okay, why are they offering me this? Like, why do they, they're giving me a fourth, all they want is a fourth round pick to not draft this player. Who do they actually want to take? Like, it's just basic, like, what is it, the book? It's like the art of the negotiation or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, yeah. art of the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you true. look at Florida's side, and Florida got both Riley Smith and Marcheseau. And I think, I think that year where they before they got picked, they both put up I think thirty goals or close to it. And you're giving away both of those guys, so whoever yeah. whoever else on your team is untouched. Like I literally think that's no fault to Vegas, and fault to the rest of the league. Like you can only have yourselves to blame for that. Yeah, agreed there, man. Agreed. I like that. But, I also because you know what the other thing that I want to just point out about is uh, like you know Elijah just put it up on Elijah just mentioned it too about your team being crap on paper like the game isn't played on paper man right <laughs> yeah it's just like, ask it, Toronto <laughs> yeah, it, there you go biggest biggest example of it right now I mean you can also say the same thing about Winnipeg right you will see that Dubois trade everyone's supposed to everyone's supposed to think hey you got the best center depth in the league I think I I told that to Elijah look how I look right now fuck. <laughs> but yeah, well, it's yeah. I I really think that you like the like, I'm a big uh, person I'm a big advocate in terms of the mental side of a lot of things, and you look at a guy like William Carlson. William Carlson had already been to maybe two or three different teams before being taken by Vegas. And that first year, he puts up what 43 goals. Yep. Right. You think if where I think he was on Columbus at that time. You think Columbus was gonna be like, yeah, let's casually just give away a guy who's gonna put up 40. Because yeah, God yeah, knows we need exactly. the help right now. Because we knew we were going to get Panarin, but fuck you, so we left for one year, right? <laughs> yeah, it blows, but, it blows your mind when you look back at it. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, so, uh, Rid, Rid, before you go, mm-hmm. I got I got a question real quick. Yeah. Pretty pretty simple question for you. Once the salary kicks in for Formula One, what who's gonna what team is going to be the best? I don't want to hear driver. I think what team is best? Is it still Mercedes? <sighs> No, don't make me say that, man. Yeah. No, come you on. Give me an answer. Answer you that want, question. You want an answer? Me, who's your guy? Um. Okay. So, a quick, uh, quick background on that. So, like, I've, I've, I told you, Elijah, at least anyway, that I've been watching the sport since I was like four or five years old. Oh, Jesus. Um, later, let I me mean, obviously you admire the greats at that time, which was uh, Schumacher for a long time, and part of the reason I love, uh, like, you know, just not even like Ferrari the race team, but Ferrari the brand is because of F1, but uh, I took a little bit of a lull, like a little bit of a break um, during like my early teen years, but once I got back into it, uh, I was a big Mark Webber fan, I don't know if you guys know that name. Yeah, Red Bull, uh, yeah, let's go. Red Bull, and uh, but again, Mark Webber was previously on Williams before, and then he went to Red Bull, and I was just like I love the guy so much and just wanted him to find success. Uh, fucking, I wish he had better luck than having Sebastian Vettel as a teammate. <laughs> Cause like, when Vettel finally got promoted and they were like, yeah, you know what? Weber's good, but Vettel just has that finesse, that flair, that extra passion for when he wins. Like he, he is that guy who will ignore team orders because he's just so hungry for that win. Right. And uh, I talk about this often with whoever else is interested in the sport. I don't think F1 should have uh, team orders in the first place because as a fan of the sport, I'm not watching to see a specific team win. I love to see like the driver themselves win. And I'm not even a particular, I'm not even an advocate for one specific guy because I think you have one guy that wins every single race. Like you had the last few years with Hamilton and even the year before that with Rosberg. 
And even before that, I mean, I'm, again, I'm a Vettel. I was a Vettel fan, and but even when he won those five years in a row, it kind of just made you think like uh, people will start to lose interest in the sport because yeah. it's not about the driver's capability at that point; it's the actual car. Um, going back to the teams to think who uh, who I think would win, um, I want to say Red Bull. I'm still a Red Bull fan. Still pull for their success uh, as in a favorite driver right now. Uh, big fan of the Honey Badger, Daniel Ricciardo. Love the guy. Yeah. I don't know what it is with Aussies. Maybe it's my affiliation with my family there. <laughs> but um, hope the as hope that the guy can get back on track. Hope the guy can find a solid footing, and he doesn't play second fiddle to Carlos Sainz like um, Weber did with Vettel. But uh, if you're gonna ask me, once salary cap kicks in, who do I think is gonna take it? I think it's Red Bull. So yeah, there's that. It's right. a take. Good Love man. that. Awesome, Red. Well, we appreciate you coming on, buddy. Uh, hey, we'll, we'll see you on Monday. Your fucking <laughs> rights. We'll see you on Monday. Hey, swear Crossing it on the podcast right now. Swear it on no, your life. Oh, no. There's too many viewers watching right now. Can't on your you. life, you will be on no, the ice on all six, including Raph's laptop. Yeah, for anyone watching this, listening to this stream right now, Red One is going to be skating for the first time with the boys on Monday. He's at practice. Practice doesn't slow down for no one either, so you better... You better bring your fucking wheels. Bus up, don't yeah. stop for no one. I'll be on the I'll be on for the pre-skate and then I'll jump off after. All right, oh, awesome. Man. All right, Red, but, take uh, care, buddy. We'll see yeah. you Monday. Not the Have yourselves a good night, boys. Take care. Later. All righty. Love that. Ooh. Um, let's move it right along here. So How fucking wrong was I that each guest was gonna take one to three minutes. Yeah, that's tough. I honestly what think like we world should just limit living? to like one fucking question and then see you later. No. Um <laughs> yeah, do that at midway. <laughs> Yeah, I'll go exactly. over the rest of the guests. That's a sick move. We're just okay. gonna, we're just gonna do what was it? Who was it? Uh, was it the TSN talk shows that just keep going until they had no more questions left? We're just gonna do that. All right, I'm down. Gonna run like a two and a half hour episode, maybe by the end of it. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've actually had some comments and or some questions in the comments that we should maybe address quickly before we bring on our next guest. Yeah. I was or should we say we could get the guests out of the way and then we could go to the questions? Wow, you just want to get our guests out of the way? Like, no, but you know what I mean. No, I, I can quickly address every question that's fucking happened in here right. real quick. Discos 2, my bad. We did a merch sale locally between, like, I think all the people that we worked with in the past. Honestly, Stu, I think we've got like a women's medium pink <laughs> shirt if you want it. I think you'd look fucking epic I think in that. Disco Stu would be it's like it's low sexy. cut with a nice v neck. It's going to look so good on your figure, dude. Like, don't even worry about it. That's that has your, I will write your name on that one. We too. just need a postal don't code and we'll even fucking DHL it to your house. Yeah. Be there in 20 minutes. Easy. So that one's, that one's good. Our boy, Shane, thanks for offering the beers when we come out there. And also Vegas and Colorado going to overtime right That's now. That's huge. That is huge. Um, and then we also got Bashir Bush, Ridwan's brother, asking about the Canucks expansion draft. Bashir, oh. I'm going to come out and say it right away. We don't have a ton of Canucks roster knowledge when it comes to we know who. We know how much. We do not know the moving parts when it comes to like being Pierre Lebrun. Out I mean, here. what do we look like? TSN insiders? <laughs> Jesus. But I mean, what was his question? Was it about Vegas 1? Shane said, yeah, uh -oh. Vegas won three, two. I'm just seeing it now. Mark Yikes. Stone, 50 seconds into overtime. See you fucking later. Colorado, you fucked up. All Real right. Quick, uh, Bashir's question was, are there players from other teams that you guys think will be exposed uh, that the Canucks should try and trade for? And by that, it means exposed for the expansion draft. Bashir, dude, that's a tough question, dude. That's like, that's like, well, I think there always will be. I think there's, I think there's going to be players that are exposed that every team finds appealing, whether or not they choose to sign in Vancouver, let alone in Canada, is just a question in itself. Who the fuck knows? Um, 
Okay, let's jump to our guest yeah. here. Let's bring on the legend himself, the Ish. I was going to rhyme that. But, but also the guy that just gave us the shot with yeah. the network. He's the <laughs> one that actually reached out to us. Let's not forget yeah, is, about what, that. What do you think? Is he, the, is he the guy that gave us the gateway drug? Or is he the guy that like gave us our first like our first break? He gave us the tip. But we want more now. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> and without further ado, <laughs> Isha, bring him in, baby. Let's go. What's up? Fucking give you more than the tip, bud. Oh God! Oh baby, what's going on? Is this camera angle just supposed to flex on everyone with the drinks and the equipment? Yeah, I got a repping Salt Spring Wild Cidery here, and then I also got what is this? Salt Spring Shine Hive Honey Vodka. I'm doing a little mixy poo with both of them here. Is that like Moonshine but Vancouver Island version or what? (laughs) Just. It's uh, it's really good vodka. Now this distillery does make unbelievable moonshine too. Shout out Salt Spring Shine, but I think there's some sort of law in BC where if you are a small operation making moonshine or a distillery, that you only can sweeten it with a sweetener that's locally based. Now uh, Canada doesn't get their sugar from Canada, so that's a detriment to a lot of local distilleries and small time ones here. So their solution, especially on the hippie island of Salt Spring, crack a deal with the bee farmers and use their honey. So a lot of the local distilleries in BC are actually using honey to sweeten their uh, their vodka and spirits. So uh, yeah, shut up. Wow, so much for no free ads. Welcome to DraftKings, everybody. You should see the farm where I bought this from. They have no money for ads. I basically helped them pay the bills this month. Love that. All right, Isha. So you're on the podcast. Um, you're it. old, you're old stomping ground. So what do you got for the new stick and rink boys? You're the veteran now. You're the Joe Thornton to our, I don't <laughs> know. You're the Joe Thornton to our Joe Pavelski. I'll say this, it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet because I know, you know, you guys are off to, to bigger and better things. And uh, hopefully I can continue to you know connect with you guys, maybe work together someday, wherever our paths, you know, um, end up. But like I said, it's bittersweet because I, when we were starting the Hawks podcast, never Dylan and I had every intention just to continue stick and rink and kind of represent the the Vancouver Canucks on the podcast in the original form of the network where it was just covering every single team in, in the NHL. When we found you guys, that random podcast on fucking SoundCloud. Ride the, the episode, pod, baby. Ride the pod. The episode, I mean, love the hockey talk, though you guys' takes are completely fucked. The episode where you guys went to the Roxy and someone, I think it was Josh almost got in a fight. Someone got fleeced for 50 bucks for a gift card that had like $2 yeah, on it. I don't mean. know. It was that moment where I was like, man, like we need to A, work with these guys and B, if there's an opportunity for them to be the young guns in Vancouver and just be something different than, you know, the boatload of Vancouver Canucks podcasts that are out there that essentially are doing the same thing. We had no issue with, you know, offering that opportunity for you guys because it was a win-win we thought it would be great for the market and we thought it would be great for the network and we just wanted an opportunity to work with you guys and i somehow ended up covering the minnesota wild dylan's doing various things but i think it was for the best uh, these two years and i can't believe it's it's been fucking two years boys yeah it's Dude. been it's been two years we got signed to a two-year entry-level deal and no, 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 uh, we got signed for three and they're vacating the third year but that's yeah i know <laughs> 
I know. I think I think we're relinquishing our contract now. Or yeah, we're yeah. like an Aaron Rodgers. Are we just being an absolute like fucking? We can't really bag? say why we're leaving. We just want to fucking leave. That's yeah. what Aaron Rodgers is. Yeah, seriously. What the fuck? <laughs> Look, there's no bad blood. I wouldn't be here if there wasn't. <laughs> if there yeah, was, right. Uh, no kidding. I th- I think yeah. Hey, I started. What? Yeah. A, I'm such a fuck boy when it comes to starting this episode. I, I think I said things like bigger and better things. That makes no sense. Did we have like a half-ass plan to try and do something funny? I mean, honestly, Elijah, I think over the last two years, you've gotten bigger and better. So thank <laughs> you. Maybe that that's what you. I was referring to. Actually. Hey, boys. Yeah. Any, my- anything. Hey, look, I, I know I'm being pulled in multiple directions with my job, but I, I've said this before. Like, I fucking love you guys as people. I love you guys as content creators. Selfishly want to continue to work with you on whatever you guys do here and there, but you need anything. You, you call upon me, you call upon Dylan, you call upon the network. Like, hell yeah, dude. You guys are Yo, local. Yo. You're literally across the fucking strait. I could swim to you guys and have beers. <laughs> dude, dude, is somebody cutting onions right now? Like, I'm going to start crying. Like, <laughs> oh, who's, who's cutting them, dude? Is no, it, no, it, if, when we got, uh, you know, your, your guys' messages letting us know what, what was going down and everything, I mean, Dylan and I almost shed, shed a tear. We were watching hockey um hanging out and we're like oh man it's it's an end of an era the stick and ring era dude i i almost want to say like and don't like this can't be clipped but if there's some magical <laughs> chance, but but there's <laughs> but there's a, ever a chance that we come back i want the jordan belfort thing i'm not fucking leaving <laughs> the show goes on that's what like, i want your I'm intro song would be that jordan belfort song that was hitting the top charts like my last year in college <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, okay, so Isha, what di- or what? Jesus Christ! What, what questions you have for me and Easy E over here? Man, I have a fucking like book full of them based on me listening to your guys' podcast all year in regards to conduct. Just ask book. us anything, dude. You can ask which one's cut and which one's not. Okay, right, I got Okay, I want to ask one first Canucks one because this has been really grinding my gears. You know, oh, ever that. since I started listening to you guys, because I, I I love everything you do except for this, and I know you bring the facts. Yeah, kind of. What what? And again, uh, uh, this is more actually full disclosure. This is all for Elijah because <laughs> yeah. Josh and Raph, they they know what's going on. But like Elijah, cut the bullshit. You know, take off the comedic mask. Why? you keep defending Jim Ben? Why? Why am I a Jimbo Stan till the day I die? Yes. That's because I was. Question. I was Elijah until the fucking Tanner Peterson 3x3. Three three. And everyone goes, that was it? No. That's what pushed you over the edge. And I say, fucking rights it was. We got another no. fucking Jay Beagle, another fucking Anton Roussel in the works now. That was that was it. I'm done. Uh, I don't know. I think that's a tough one, Kate, because maybe oh. this is playing into, like, maybe it's a mental disorder that I've got going on where, like, <laughs> I'm I'm so I like my entire body is just so calloused from like the the abuse of being a, a Jimbo Stan that like the Tanner Pearson dude that was water like water off a duck's back I didn't feel it I was like fuck yeah Jimbo like you do you it's like it's like when you have a friend that just gets like is an absolute liability wasted and you just get so used to it after a while and then you're you like just encourage it more yeah you're, you're like, like, like like let's ride the wave it's something you look forward to you're like fuck yeah Jimbo's back at yeah. it again he's back on the piss. <laughs> but no, I, I think- did that. You literally just described yourself, Elijah. I remember for four <laughs> months you went sober. I'm like, this is so boring. Why are you actually behaving yourself? Oh and all of a sudden you're like, boys, I'm getting after it today. <laughs> and you're just puking in the bushes. I'm like, let's fucking go. We're back oh, at it again. Yeah. Okay, uh, but if you want me to honestly answer the question, Isha, give me 
I, I've said this before. Jim Benning, top 12 GM in the league. It's kind of tough to list off like a bunch Why of GMs. Why is it top 12? Because I kind of thought about it. Like I okay. kind of like there's there's definitely better GMs out there, but there's tons of worse GMs out there. Like yeah, true. Like, tons, it's is just, a, tons is a stretch. But there's well, okay. he's better than half of them out there. No, but that's yeah, I, th- I think <laughs> so. I think so because like it, what do you like? Let's, you let's, so. let's give let's give the GMs like three attributes. Let's say you draft, you sign, and you trade. I think that's probably a good one. Those are probably the, the big three to look at for GMs. Okay. So he's one, he's one. He's one for three. He's no, but but like in terms of like the drafting, he's he's like top five. Elijah, in he's also Matthew Kachuk for all of you levy. Yeah, but so oh, that's okay. That's one. We just though. talked <laughs> about that yesterday. No, 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 that's think about, think about, no, no guys, guys. He's, he's had two, But Elijah, he's had two like off the board picks. The rest were like pretty like. Dude,のスライド。ポイントにスポーツインターラップ。ポイントにスポーツインターラップ。ポイントにスポーツインターラップ。ポイントにスポーツインターラップ。ポイントにスポーツインターラップ。ポイントにスポーツインターラップ。
There's so much. I'm going to say most of them for when you guys do make that trip over here and you can sit in the studio, crack beers and drink some vodka with me. I'll save the juicy ones for that. Um, I guess. Okay. I, I, I want to slip in two. You can answer these quickly. Uh, first of all, what was your favorite interview uh, that you guys did throughout your time? Sticking right? Favorite interview. Oh shit. The Green Men one was awesome. Disco yeah. Stew was a fucking classic, but there were some off the wall ones that I liked. You know, you know what? I really liked Al Murdoch. Yeah. He was unreal. Yeah. I really liked Al Murdoch. That guy is a fucking legend. Yeah. Who do you think was my favorite interview? What do I think was your favorite? Yeah. Oh, there's a there's a definite right Was it it was Rick Dollywall, wasn't it? It was Josh's mom 100 percent Oh not even close. <laughs> I forgot about that. that was a good one. You hear that, Michelle? Michelle, that was legendary. I can't believe you gave these hooligans your time. When when the boys asked how many kills that she thought Josh had in his like first year of college, I just about died, man. No, dude, like, not I, even not even first year of college, just like all time yeah. list. Oh, dude, give shit. me give me a number. And I remember she was like, oh, oh, like eight, and you're all like, <laughs> sorry, mom. Dying, <laughs> the Mother's yeah, Day I- special, the 2020 Go to Ball interviews on Stick and Rig podcast. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's awesome. E, who is yours? Uh, favorite interview? Yeah, I was trying. I'm trying to remember all of them that we've done. We did we ever do any in persons? Because we were talking about doing in persons just as COVID hit. I don't think we ever did. Oh, fuck. I, I think. Well, I think one of my favorites was probably. I'll throw out two. Is the Sabalski one was was one of my favorites? Yeah, Seaball was Seaball was dope, and then uh, Tommy. Tommy the tractor guy. Yeah, twice. The, the idea of having him in person was actually like what makes it one of my favorite because that was like one of the original projects we were talking about. We're like, we're going to go up to Abbotsford. We're the coach and we're just going to do something. And we're just going to shotgun beers. Yeah. Didn't end up That's happening. Amazing. Thanks for fucking COVID. Love that. Yeah. That's All right. amazing, boys. Awesome, Isha. Well, we want thank you for coming on, buddy. Uh, we're going to miss you, pal. Thank you for everything that you've done for hey, me, it's and, not me and the bad boys. Like I said, in the big tuna. Love it's, that. It's not goodbye. I want to thank you guys for everything you've done. It's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you guys. I've met Elijah in person. I can't wait to, to meet you, Josh and uh, and Raf. Also, uh, when you guys make it out here to the island or when we make a trip out to the mainland. And uh, yeah, like I said, boys, it's, it's not goodbye. I'm super pumped for what you guys got in store. And you need anything, you let us know. Honestly, dude, I'll be crippled on Fireball the first time you meet me, so don't worry. But, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be like three of these in and a whole 12 case of Lucky. It's going to be a fun I'm, time. I'm down. Let's Re- get after real it. Real quick question before you go. Are, like, you know, obviously craft beers are huge now. Like, if you, if you if we came on here with like, like Molson Canadians, people would laugh at us. Is that happening with distilleries right now? Like, is it when Josh says, like, I'll get crippled off Fireball, is that kind of like a high school thing to say? Like, you don't 100%. drink distillery? No one drinks right? Fireball. Fuck, dude, we got to get ahead of the curve. Boys, my, and this again, I know we don't have time for this here, so I'll save this story. But like, I had my fireball experience like way too late, like 23 years old in like third year <laughs> university, and it's it's a mess. But it's not pretty right a, around my age, age range, buddy. <laughs> there's, a little, there's a little teaser for uh, when you guys come out here and release the content, whatever channel it may be on. Oh, yeah, dude. Let's do it. All right, right Isha. Take care, buddy. One last thing, Raph, you're the fucking star of the show. Don't let these guys say anything otherwise. Love you, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah, there you go, Isha. I really appreciate that. Fuck these guys. <laughs> Love you Biggest guys anytime. <laughs> Thanks, I'm man. Out. Take it easy. Bye, buddy. Oh boy. All righty. So that was Isha, the boy that kind of kicked us all off here, and and obviously one of the he, one of the founders of the Hockey Podcast Network, Hockey Podcast the, Network, and we can't obviously thank him and Dylan enough uh, for what they did. They put us on the map. Why are you? Ow! 
That was not necessary. Why'd you do Sorry. that? Because it was pissing me off. It was reflecting. Yeah, it also wasn't centered the entire time. But well, there's another one. Dude, being an art enthusiast, that was disgraceful to look at that for the last <laughs> hour and 10 minutes. Dude, Megan's Megan's the one that hung those. Megan, do better. Look, dude, um, both of them. We had two up before. All right. Anyways, uh, Isha, yeah, what a fucking beauty. Um, Great yeah, guy. Can't, can't wait to meet huge that guy. Bush. Great yeah, guy. Huge though. bush. So let's let's move along here. So we don't actually have another guest in the queue right now. Um, do we have any comments we need to address? There's got to be some comments. We we have Rid actually asking us one more here. Dude, Rid one just he he he's he firing them off. We gave him such a good night that he just, he's texting us in the morning. He's texting us before the night's over. Had another question. I thought of contract wise. What are your thoughts on every player being paid one million as a salary and getting bonuses? For each achievement they get to during the season, like McDavid would get six million once he reaches eighty to ninety points. Dude, that's fucking massive. I I like the incentives, man. Like that's interesting. Uh, but I think you have to do that. You know what I mean? Like it's just like any other company. It's like, hey, if the company reaches this goal, and if you're a part of it, you get X amount of dollars. You know what I mean? Like it almost makes you work even a little bit harder. You know, like if you're a money, like if hypothetically McDavid is a money crazy little shit and gets yeah. paid 12 and a half, but he's like, dude, like I want 18 million bucks a year. Like <laughs> people say like, they don't give a shit about individual stats. Bullshit, man. There's so many bonuses on the line. You give a shit about stats. Oh yeah. Easily. When you hear these stories about these guys have like hundreds of thousands, like, like $500,000 on yeah. the line, if they get like one like more team goal. makes the playoffs, like I'm yeah. pretty sure if your team makes the playoffs, the entire team gets a bonus. Pretty sure, like each team pr- or each player probably gets like an extra hundred k or two hundred k, and that's something, right? Like, like that's something. I mean, yeah, it's jump. It's, it's a fucking speeding ticket. I wouldn't mind you know, getting hundred grand just once in a while. Yeah, you know, so casual. casual. Wow, you hey. know, like what if we said, hey, you know what? On the live stream, we get more than twenty views. We get an extra hundred bucks each month. Let's fucking grow this thing, baby. Yeah, dude, let's do it. How, yeah. I don't know how much clothing I have to take off to get up to 20 viewers. Dude, honestly, hard, like I blend in with this wall behind us and we, yeah, I think yeah. that would get some views. If you guys you, want, I have if you guys, to pee. If you guys want to, we can always try doing the Twitch meta and just like grabbing a hot tub, like a blow up hot tub full of water and just taking our shirts off and swimming in our swim shorts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, that's definitely going to, you think I'll fuck up our Twitch channel there? Probably. Yeah, right? Good. Let's get a yeah. nice little... Gotcha. Sorry, guys. Uh, interruption from the Pepperoni King there. We just had, <laughs> had a couple slices make an appearance. New guest. Well, he just bailed on me there. Really yeah, what do you want to talk about, dude? I'm solo bit. dolo. I get, I get really fucking tripped out when, like, anytime there's a screen, in, screen involved in podcasting. Why? Like, bouncing between, like, looking at, like, people on a screen and then looking at you guys in RL. It, like... It takes me like a half second to like fucking snap out of it. What do you mean? Go on. Like, just like make the difference. Like, oh, yeah, you're in person. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah I'm looking back at Josh and I look at the screen once in a while and I'm like, I get way lost in the screen sometimes. I mean, I could definitely see that. You don't know who to pay attention to. You don't know who to focus to. Like, realistically, you could do this entire thing staring at the TV, looking at Josh that way instead of talking. And I could look at myself, which is like the most fucked up. Thing. It's very narcissistic. Whenever we do our live streams, I just stare at myself the whole time. Yeah, me too. We, yeah. we talked about that before. Yeah, it's really weird. I think the live stream, because we live streamed for, or like we just did StreamYard like online recordings for like 13 months. Yeah, we Something did it for like a while. 14? Yeah. So long. So long. Way and like long. that, like my brain is fried from doing that. Well, then remember when we used to also do it through Discord? Yeah. Yeah. On the mics only. Yeah. That was, that was an experience. That wasn't bad. Yeah. 
Uh, should we move on to some questions that we have? Yeah. Sure. You know what? We haven't actually talked about this uh, bachelor. So for Emma, she wants us to talk about the batch. Yeah, the batch. So Do you know what's going on this season? The bachelorette. Well, I mean, I know it just I know it just kicked off last night. Yeah. Um, the only thing I know about it is today in the Carolina Hurricanes game, Matt James, the previous bachelor. First of all, he's got a huge bush on his face. Like his beard oh, is big like, beard. like it's like Joe Thornton length. Yeah. He was spinning the fucking siren to get the fans going. I was pumped about that because oh, yeah. he's from Carolina. In terms of the actual bachelorette, I have nothing to contribute to this conversation. So what I will say is I can I can only do the bachelor or bachelorette like once a year. I don't really care what I watch, but it it's just a grind to yeah. to watch a full season, which is fine. And then normally like I'm cool with waiting until the next year to watch it again, but they only give me a month break and like, that's, that's it. Enough, right? It's it's, I just, I need more time. I need more time. I can't deal with televised drama. Like, like that. You know what okay. I mean? So when you say, sorry, Emma, we're going to get to the bachelor talk. What you mean is like, weed me in. What oh. happened? <laughs> Fill me so in. So I, 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 like, I exaggerated is it worth watching? I, I couldn't, well, it's hard. Just episode one. I mean, episode one's always kind of fucking weird and you're a bigger bachelor fan than I am, but I would say, um the first episode is bachelorette this time so a bunch of dudes i mean my I, favorite game to play is to figure out which one's going to be douchey like which one's going to be it's always one guy that gets crippled yeah one guy for like comparing it to last year or the last season there's going to be an ed there's going to be another ed in the in the picture yeah uh who was the douche why does Lonnie kind of look like ed <laughs> <laughs> there's a take that's by, a yeah. tough side by side um who was the who was the harvard guy that was such a dude. Oh, um, I have a challenge. Uh, in my head, but what I can't, the or fuck chasing, is? But what, I can't. No, it's not. No, it's not chasing. Because um, I was a different douche, right? It's not Ben. It's uh, <laughs> what the fuck, what man? Was his name, dude. I'm oh, out there somewhere. I have a bachelor question for you guys. Yeah. What is? It? How do you guys feel about the whole Chris Harrison thing? Oh okay, no! I, we, big time political as the fears yeah, jump up. Ralph's like, we never but, want to go political and expose ourselves. And he's like, what do you think about Chris Harrison? You know what I like? You know what I like? I like how he says it when he's off camera too. <laughs> it's like a bystander no, no, on the but, street. But what I what I mean by that is like, because obviously he's not in it anymore. But like, what what like what they're speculating, or I guess Tasha Adams and Caitlin Bristow were hosting this first episode. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. How do we feel about that? Just like random, like old. It was way okay. Well, first of all, Tasha's a smoke. So let's Dude, just like, let's no. Just... Didn't one of you guys find not Tasha not hot? I think that might have been me. that might have been me. Yeah. Dude, what the fuck? Like, we need to revisit that. That that should have been a big headline. Anyway, Tasha. No, I okay. It's way different with with them hosting because Chris was just like Chris was just there. He literally was a host. <laughs> okay, I just googled the douche in Tasha season. <laughs> we'll get to it in a sec. All right. all right, actually, just say it. I can't. I think. <laughs> Bennett. Bennett, Bennett. <laughs> who's gonna be the new or, Bennett? Or That's no, the as, he, as he said, Benet. Benet. <laughs> Love Chateau me some Benet. Benet dude. <laughs> Chateau. I don't. I don't find her good looking. <sighs> yeah, doesn't I don't do find it, you. Like, doesn't do it for me. Fight me. Oh, I, dude, she's cute, man. I might have to over that. Her, the guy that she chose, Zach, like pretty normal looking dude. Day, yeah, like everyday guy, which I I'm not complaining about because normally it's like. Such a good-looking couple, and like Tasha's a smoke, and yeah. Zach is just like, yeah, average, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was a bit of a beta, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, made, for all the betas out there, it gives <laughs> us all hope. You know? Yeah, it's like we can't all be kings, so yeah, we can't all be Zach. Bennett, you're our boy. Let's go. <laughs> He's like the bachelor equivalent of oatmeal, just meh. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh no. There you go, baby. There you go, baby. There we go. Um. Okay. Sorry. Where? Where? The Tasha stuff. So it's way different with with like two hosts because they're almost helping her. They're like asking. They're like like you know Christmas is there. He kind of stirred the pot once in a while and just like guided the show. Yeah. They like ask her a ton of questions. Yeah. And like I, like this is how you're gonna feel. This it's okay to feel like this. Like that guy, ooh, does that guy make you frisky downstairs? I'm just like, the one thing I will say about Chris Harrison, this is the only thing I'll say, is, and I don't want to even compare Chris Harrison to the guy I'm about to compare him to, but it's almost like Alex Trebek. It's just like, it's not the same. Like, you watch Jeopardy, and it's just, it's not there. Yeah. Like, it just, it doesn't do it justice. Now, I'm not advocating for Chris Harrison at all. I will just sure i like i'm not fully invested in that situation i don't really care but what i will say is it's just not the same like chris harrison has been there from the beginning yeah like he's always been there i think ed should replace him i think that's the logical choice (laughs) what about bennett Bennett. (laughs) i think it should be ed and bennett dude could you fucking imagine if you had fucking Bennett? bennett As the host, <laughs> just he would, imagine that he would just be trying to wheel the bachelorette the whole time. The <laughs> and, entire season would be him trying to sleep with the bachelorette. Yeah, he's like, I'm just trying to find love, dude. <laughs> like all of a sudden, they're doing individual interviews with Bennett, and you're like, dude, you're the host. He just makes like he just makes like passive aggressive like com- or just comments whenever he's handing out a rose. He's like, this one's for me, right? Oh <laughs> god, <laughs> yeah, he has that voice too. You nailed it. Oh god. Um, okay, little little. Okay, there's Emma. This- Bitches love betas. Let's go, Emma. See. Uh, not good for me. I'm a fucking alpha, dude. Um, who do cringy, you cringy moments in the bag? Like, there. who's the alpha here? Like, it's got to be Elijah. I yeah. like. All right, I, let's just say this: intruder bust like repels through that window. Who's the first? No, one you know, you know what we are, Raph. Who's you know the what? person to get up and fall over? Elijah. You know well, what we are, Raph? Though we're fitting, Elijah, because you guys <laughs> all know I love alliterations. Yeah. We're ball busting betas to the alpha. Let's go. That's what you and I are. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Creativity um, content. Ride the paw. We're going to be there. I have a question. Yeah. Um, okay. So in this season. Oh, someone actually does have a question in the yeah, comments. So we'll we, answer we, also have, we also have a few preloaded questions as well. Yeah, we got, we got yes, a ton true. of, we're going to be, we're going to be around for a little bit here. Um, do you guys use RMT registered massage therapist? That's, that's what I get. I'm assuming. Am I, I supposed to? I mean, my guys. benefits do it or cover it, but I just I don't. I think, he, uh, I think he's making a comment about both of you guys' really, really bad posture when you're sitting down oh, right now. I think he's talking about our fucking defined ass leg muscle here, dude. Dude, you got, yeah, so like, look okay. at the calves, dude. You see that flex? How did the... I, this was always going to happen when we put the camera that far away and room to move. Oh, man. You know? Yeah, I know. Seriously. Hey, man, I wanted to keep it close. You guys like, no, no, we got to move it back. Well, no, I just didn't want to sit, shot. like, fucking close to Elijah. Yeah. Also. Same, same. Okay, do you guys use registered massage therapists? Oh, that's what he's saying. Okay, uh, yes, I do use an RMT. I oh. went to one recently. The next que- follow-up question is, he says, do you go naked or keep the drawers on? Now, interesting cho- interesting fact, I actually went to an RMT a couple weeks ago, and she was a bit different than, like, she described herself as it wasn't, like, therapeutic. Like, there wasn't music. There wasn't oil. Yeah. There wasn't any of that. It was, like, it was almost like painful to a point because it was like treatment. Yeah, like it's all. Yeah, like it's more so like not s- supposed to be relaxing. It's like yeah. I'm literally gonna dig my fucking elbow into yeah. your, this knot in your shoulder. Because it was like a rehab center. It was like an athletic rehab center. Interesting. So. Okay, so but, sorry to finish that. Yeah, she didn't. She even just said she's like go down to your to your draws. Like not like she like told me not to take them off. Pretty much. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're not. Actually, I was I'm not going to say that comment. I was going to say something inappropriate, but it's fine. Um, See, anyways, yeah, I know, right? Always. Some sort of uh, self-restraint. My question to that question is no, I don't. Um, I actually do not find massages like relaxing. I know they're not supposed to be. Obviously, we're talking about therapeutic. What? What are you guys looking Go at on, me for? Sorry. Go on. Okay, you guys are looking Go at off, me like I'm from fucking idea. Mars. Yeah. Um, I just I yeah. can't like I don't I don't like them. I do not. I had a hot rock massage, uh, in Calgary on my Sweet Sixteen, and that was fucking painful. Yeah, I so. had a massage in Venice Beach when I went to L.A. Not relaxing. I'm just I can't. You don't. You I don't like being touched. Oh, I like being touched, <laughs> uh, but depend. But you have to be gentle with me. Oh, um, you're kidding me! You don't like a massage, dude. You just haven't had a good. So massage. this person saying I need a new RMT. I mean, to be fair, the hot rock massage was done at the Fairmont Hotel in Calgary. Not a big deal. Um, the massage in Venice Beach was done by like some 18 year old, like chunky Asian kid that pulled me. <laughs> that pulled me and my dad off the street literally like as a vendor <laughs> and he gave me a foot massage and then an actual massage all for 20 bucks american wow. and not bad yeah That's meanwhile my dad came out of there being like oh that was so good and i'm like i'm in pain <laughs> so wasn't really a fan of that yeah you got issues i'll find you a good massage yeah sure i'll find you a good one you know what you guys gotta do instead what's that what? acupuncture Okay, that freaks Fuck, me out. Yeah, no, Wait, what do you mean? This so, guy hates dude, fucking needles. I would, I'd be pa- actually, I would just pass out in the table. So Acupuncture is okay. amazing. You have to do it, dude. I could already see whether eh, whether it's like traditional or whether it's like IMS or something like that. It's fucking oh unreal. yeah, we ain't fucking. With dude, IMS all I know, all I nope. know is that this guy can't even get a shot in the arm. You think he's gonna bode well when some girl <laughs> puts a needle in his forehead? That guy's gonna be out <laughs> like a light, like <laughs> staring at it. Like I could already see this happening to Elijah. I think the biggest thing or the one thing that he would say is, is like, okay, the first needle you're going to give me, put that in the nerve that makes me fucking pass out yeah. and then proceed to do your job. Dude, what do you mean nerve? She could just put it anywhere in him. It'll just be lights out. Yeah. yeah or, or he'll just, just become a, she put it in. I'll be like, I can't feel it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good night, Jim kite. Bye. Um, Okay, so moving right along. Well, I had a fucking question before you guys interrupted with all okay. this RMT talk. Fucking it, what is it? What's your question? Um, the question was, so this se- this season's Bachelorette, her name's Katie. I don't know her last name. Um, on her season, because she was in, in The Bachelor, when she came out of the car and like did first impressions, or like first, yeah, first impressions, she brought a vibrator. Because she was like, it was like the first. Wait, season. that was her. That was her. Hater. She was <laughs> not watching that season. That's so stupid. So she was. Her I first... remember watching the pilot on Matt's episode. Yeah. And she brought that. Like, you're a fucking loser. Like, no, who does I that? thought it was kind of sick, dude. She like what happened just... to some guys? Like, hey, yeah, I saw that and brought like some anal beads. And just well, dude, dude, I'm telling you, some of the guys now, like, because because it was like a well-known fact that she's like they're branding her. Can you fucking let me talk, Jesus? They're branding her as like a sex positive person and like, like not a not a whoer, but like just like a very like sexual person. Which so basically, what you're saying is the overnights are happening in the third. Oh, episode. dude, I think like I think she's I think uh, it's gonna be a wild season, and if oh, not, God. I think uh, the guys are gonna want to be. Either way, the guys were coming out the limo, and like tons of them were playing on that aspect. Like, really? oh. yeah, some of them, a bunch of them were making like sex puns. 
like it was with a it bunch was of some, fucking douche canoes yeah. that's all i'll say it was it was intense dude. but like at the end of the day though dude like she's gonna go for someone sensitive what are you guys <laughs> saying hey what are you guys saying if you have to get out of the if you have to make a first impression on the on the show what are you coming up what's your what's your move are you like like super serious like i'm gonna devote these next dude i can't be serious though i can't be serious i'm gonna be like what's up like yeah. how's it going Dapper josh right on the spot so i'll <laughs> be like hey not really sure if i'm ready to settle down yet <laughs> yeah, but, it's good to meet you, dude. but you know what though like week. i'll make you laugh yeah. <laughs> or at least i'll make myself laugh and you can just be there along for the ride there you go <laughs> want to hear a joke this show let's get going yeah <laughs> yeah me hop out the limo where's chris harrison <laughs> <laughs> no josh would say hi jenny <laughs> <laughs> oh my god go. oh so i flirt with elijah is uh, this a female? No. No, I can't That's confirm not. this is not a female. I know exactly who it is. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. Yo, Thanks. Maggie, you better get in the comments here. We, go, yeah, we got some issues. Is that, is that a way to do it? <laughs> Does that make sense? Oh, baby. What is that? What is that? One, one thumb? I don't know. <laughs> like one nub? <laughs> Someone just Snapchatted right? me my <laughs> seating position. Is that right? And that was tough. That is right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, so Josh would show up in a chicken suit like David did. Wasn't it a cat suit? <laughs> cat suit. That's what it was. Yeah, dude. Come what on. Can I say I like to wear tight clothing. Dude, what I'm do you think about this? This guy. This guy wore a full cat costume, head to toe, and he even like painted on whiskers and like paws and everything. Because she that's loves sick. she loves cats. I. It was like. I mean, dude, that's that like the thing that's in my head are just like the sirens going off. I'm I'm like anime, like he's the anime guy. You better watch out. Yeah, like keep an eye on that guy. You you never know. Yeah, you never fucking know, dude. Like if that guy is one of those people that like thinks he's a cat or like a person that like marries like the Eiffel Tower because those people exist. Like that's a red flag. Yeah. Yeah, How many marriages do you think the Eiffel Tower has had? Uh, I'd take Most the, over, I, the, I'd the, take the over on 20. That's it? That's it? Like, what do you mean? Like, married on the Eiffel Tower or just proposed? In, like, no, engaged? like, okay, I'm talking, like, when they're really, like, sexually involved with the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. When they're, like, there's YouTube videos. Are we talking side. about the position or the monument? <laughs> are we saying, like, people that are getting married the monument, doing the Eiffel the Tower with their homie? How many people have done the Eiffel How many people have made an Eiffel Tower with their best bro and then said... Hey, babe, by the way, will you? <laughs> oh. Oh, you can get two shit. words and say, I do. <laughs> You're brutal. That's fine. You're brutal. That's right. Oh, my God. Why does viewership always spike whenever something like that gets said? I don't know, dude. Yeah, because I think I think, I think we start we just to trend it. a little bit, and then we bring it back down. Like, what the fuck There's is like trending for? These guys are boring. Weird association that's going on, dude. If you literally just say sex, penis, and vagina, we'll be up to 30 viewers within five minutes. Yeah, exactly. Okay, fair. Um, okay, so queued up questions that we have. Raph, do you actually have them in front of you? Uh, yes. The first one that we have, pretty uh, sentimental one. What is your favorite thing about podcasting? <sighs> favorite thing? Who wants to do the cheesy answer that we're all going to do? Hanging out with the boys. Yeah, there it is. That one's off the board. Yeah. It's like a mini go to modes. Can't pick that one anymore. Yeah. That okay. was. Uh, fa- What's yours, E? I would say it's. Uh, what is it? Feel like you're. I feel like it's a passion project. Like podcasting always is a passion project. And in a world where it seems like kind of the standard is to be busy. And like, you know, constantly be working on something. Yeah. At least for me, this kind of satisfies that 
I guess, craving to to want to be working on something, but it also does it in the way that works for me. Like it's not super like, hey, I, I like started doing accounting on the side. You know, it's like I'm talking, we're doing sports, but we're, we're laughing, we're shooting the shit. Yeah, we're having a good time. And like you said, it's the voice. Like that's right. that's kind of why I like it. Okay. I think for me it's uh it's the storytelling. Yes. I feel like we yes. all live good point. We all live actually like pretty mediocre lives. Like we're not life in the fast lane type of guys. Yeah. And I feel like there's some people that obviously relate to that and realize, you know, like we're just a couple funny guys and just taking life from a comedic point of view. Yeah. And sharing that to others is like nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, totally. There's a cheesy answer for you. The storytelling one's honestly huge. I think like, I don't know, it's it's fun being around us. Like, like whenever we hang out, it's always a great time. And this is just kind of more time for us to like hang out, chill, tell stories, have drinks. Yeah. Be a little bit more eccentric than we maybe maybe normally are. But I mean, it's good. Yeah. Great vibes all around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else do we have? All that. (laughs) This one's kind of contract. This is kind of a little bit more of a negative question, but what's your least favorite thing about each other wait why don't we save that one to last is there another one at all you want to no? do that one at the end let's, let's I, I think that one jump into it you afraid you're gonna make me mad okay one of the, the things that pissed me off about josh is it's so obvious when he's zoned out yeah like it's he'll give you like the same cookie cutter answer it's like you'll like you'll spend like a minute and a half talking or like and at the end you'll give a good probing question i'll be like yeah, yeah. Um, moving on. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> I really don't have that much to to, in, to contribute to this. Um, yeah, it's pretty obvious when Josh zones out. That's go go Flames. <laughs> yeah, go Flames. Hey, Canucks suck. Yeah. Okay. Should, should we just all give like four things about Josh to piss well, us off? Should we just only just sit, talk about all the things that we hate about Josh really quick? Wait, haven't you guys already done that when it was the episode with Jordan? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Sick. Think about Josh. He loves the fucking chain smokers. He'll put on roses every time, four <laughs> times in the car ride. And you know what the worst part was about that answer is like, not even wrong, yeah. you know. <laughs> and like, same with the zone out question. Yeah, Josh, you know what I hated about podcasting with you? What? How long it fucking took us to get you to stop clicking a goddamn pen? That like we couldn't, we couldn't let you have a pen or a notepad or anything. But you know what's interesting time. though is or like even, you do it with beer cans too. I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah, that's why I take the tabs off. Yeah, now. yeah, good call, good call. Because you'd always like flick it halfway through the episode. And I'd just be sitting there like, goddamn, this. Yeah, sorry. Guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fidgeter. I don't know why. I just like. I, I was one of those and here's the weird thing is i was never one of those burnout kids like wrath that probably had a fidget spinner in high school never had a fidget spinner yeah i know it was be- you have, were bro. you were graduated yeah. high school by that i time. had a butterfly knife but i was yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh great like that's much better like <laughs> is wrath one of those guys that gets out of the limo and you're like red flag red flag <laughs> it's wrath no he's like he's he's like literally 10 out of 10 flawless starts talking 10 out of 10 flaws then he sits down and he's in his own time. Red flags. You're like, oh, <laughs> he's got a butterfly knife and he's proficient with the mouse and keyboard. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Here's here's my. Dude, least... You know how fucking annoying it was when it was like, uh, there are those memes that are going around. It's like super cool guy, get to know him, great person, come back to his house, light up keyboard. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, that's the my worst. place. <laughs> okay. Here's here's my least favorite thing, and this is kind of like a. Well, what I'll say is I'll I I is hate it for myself. My, I'll hate it for myself, okay. but then I'll wow. jump into you guys. We're not, do- we're not doing That's it about ourselves. Yeah. Okay, so the one thing I hate about myself is I hate how I have to be the deciding factor when you guys disagree. I don't like that. I don't like being caught in the middle. Like I wish I could just hit the impartial button and be like, you guys figure it out. Let me know what we're doing, and then we'll go from there. Is it because like I'm super left-wing and Elijah is super right-wing? 
I don't like, like how of, that's not in, very good. In terms of, I think it's the <laughs> in terms of politics. Just in general. Let's just no. let's just change politics. I and mean, instead of going left, right, we'll go up, down. I'm always up, you're always down. Yeah, that's true. Fair. I'll admit it. Yeah, I just like I don't he, know. He I, li- he lives his life on the ground in logic. I live my 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 I mean life your in head's the in the clouds and he's he realizes that gravity is a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um individually about you two though. Fuck. Raph, I hmm. God, I don't know. Elijah, on the other hand, I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Uh, actually, Elijah, fuck the stubbornness that murders me. Yeah, that's 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 just that's just, just, get, that's just one thing. But you but you know what though, the the pressure and again another kind of old saying: pressure makes diamonds. You know, like the pressure that you put on me and Raph. Like you know what you are, you're Jose Bautista or you're Aaron Judge. You'll lead the league in strikeouts. But you hit okay. bombs when you come up with an idea. <laughs> like you're That's either cool. missing the ball completely, yeah. or you're hitting a home run. Yeah, you know you're not a doubles guy. No, you're not a singles guy. Like that's for pussies. Mm-hmm. You're not an RBI guy. You're like solo jacks. Yeah, and all, if anything, I'll chuck the bat into the stands. Too. Yeah, exactly. Jackson. Like Whoops. you're you're like the flamboyant. <laughs> like you're Yasiel Puig. That's what you are. Yeah, Yasiel Puig. Minus the douchebagness and minus the like out of the league in five years. Kind yeah. Of thing. Uh, actually, you know what? No, Raph, I do have one. Uh-oh. Just, just the devil's advocate, man. Like, why can't oh, you just? God. Why can't you just let us just ride the wave? <laughs> and, and you know what? There's some, but there's some points though, right? It kind of comes back to the term of head in the clouds, clouds, feet on the ground, tight, tight mentality. So I think yeah. it's needed sometimes. But sometimes I'm like, why, man? Like, I don't want to critically think. You agree <laughs> with me, so why are we questioning that? Yeah. Like, let's just settle on it and be like i like that idea let's do it move on i'm starting to become a little bit more conscious of it where now i'm starting to provide like solutions instead of just giving problems okay like That's good. Yeah, like yesterday yeah five our, levels of leadership yeah dude like Huge. uh the, the other day in our what's it called in our group chat one of our buddies posted this drinking game and it was like this like shot like basically like flip cup with like shots and everything right and it was yeah. fun it looked really cool and then one of our other buddies is like because it was it was four people could play the game like it would work out really well with four people and then someone's like oh it should be like four v four or, or or there should be like eight people playing like two people aside or something like that and then two shots and i'm like it just mathematically wouldn't work yeah you know okay. what i mean it's like i'm like how do people in my Dude, head, like, i saw that do... the other day and my phone's just bzz, bzz, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bzz, and it's all from rap i'm like what is being yeah said because right like now? i like called it i was like this one work and i provided a solution i was like my own solution doesn't work i'm like this game's only can only be done one way yeah, yeah. okay yeah so i think you know what i i like that but i think that's not really what I'm talking about. I think it's more so like we all agree, but you're like, yeah, but what about this? I'm like, rap. Yeah, like, dude. but we're not talking about the what ifs, man. We're talking about yeah. here and now. Yeah. The, the thing about Raf is that like, I want to say 99% of the time, Raf is almost like not capable of debating. Like Raffle is, is an arguer. But so are you. Sense. Dude, I'm, I, a great, I most, I'm a great I, debater. I, no, yeah, like he's great you're, at debating. You're, you're sorry, you're not good at discuss. Uh, discuss. Well, you know how to talk. Like it's not like you're not. You know what good you guys are, but like critically discussing like different points. I don't know if that that's possible. There's a better word than discussion or debate, but you, it definitely turns <laughs> into an argument sometimes. I just got to shout out my buddy Justin here. He's watching right now. I just started working with this guy. What I will say is this guy literally is stand like I'm standing at work. <laughs> minding my own business and justin just randomly starts shining my fucking dress shoes out of nowhere <laughs> and he starts calling me master and chief keith and i don't understand it but this guy's a beauty don't thanks for coming on justin i appreciate it that's sick um, um question in the chat from carlo 156 ooh. in the twitch chat thanks for the question carlo 
if each of you could have one guest on here, anyone in the world, who would it be? I'll go first, Donald Trump. Wait. And literally to do with support, I like I've George always W. <laughs> I've said this since w, day George one. W. If this th- I've said this since day one. If there was one person in the world that I actually this is a follow up question you guys also have to answer after you answer Carlos question. If there was one person in the world that you could make tell the truth about like a few questions or a question that you have, mine would be Donald Trump because I'd be like, dude, are you actually for real? Like, are you just trolling? You said that are you for it too? Yeah, that's what I. That's and I. I think if I sat down with him long enough, if I just kept saying it, I think he'd answer me. Okay, I like that. Yeah, Raph, do you have someone that you'd love to bring on? Someone that I would love to bring on? Oh, man, I don't know. There's tons of people. Like, I want to think about someone like really like hard hitting, like influential people. Yeah, but then I think, you know, Seth MacFarlane. Like yeah, creator family guy, guy, like someone who's actually really fucking funny, like someone who just has a direct line to my funny bone, you know, yeah. like Jerry Seinfeld, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds would Ryan be, Reynolds sick. Would be a good one. one. Um, I think Ob- I would be Obama. Yeah, Obama would be. Sick. I think I'd maybe bring on like Blake Lively or like Anna Kendrick, one of my celebrity crushes, just okay. to see like how nervous I would get. I'd like put a cell phone just on myself. And I'd be like, what do you What do you think Elijah gets more nervous at getting a fucking needle in his arm or Anna Kendrick coming on the podcast? The, 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 the latter. Seth Rogen. Good answer. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Rogen. That would be, be awesome. really funny. It'd be a good laugh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Like I think laugh. in like Zach Galifianakis <laughs> between two fern style kind of podcast. That'd be great. Oh my God. That would be epic. Okay. So who, who in the world would you make tell the truth about something? Honestly, maybe Obama. I want to hit him with like a pressing question that I think I know, like, like I know the dodged? answer that he's going to give and I think he's going to dodge it and just see what he says. <laughs> Is it, uh, there's, are they edgy questions? They're not edgy questions. What are sometimes like, like, Oh, aliens. So, well, he's already confirmed aliens. Yeah, true. But maybe something like, are there aliens currently in area 51? Something, yeah, like, something that. like that. That'd be sick. Okay. So that kind of, everyone wants to like, question of president so would i so do they have to be alive in this question no i'm gonna i'm gonna put a spin on this like if i could go back in time and they make me tell someone <laughs> there's a drug <laughs> there's a drug addict downtown at work he looks like seth rogan so his street name is meth rogan <laughs> <laughs> we should interview meth rogan. <laughs> thanks for the update <laughs> um <laughs> i would say either george w bush to confirm Nixon. that 9 11 was an inside job or not or Ooh, nixon lyndon b johnson or nixon that can confirm with me whether jfk was assassinated assassinated and you guys knew about it and choose chose to do nothing about it so it will always oh, i don't really know the whole conspiracy like so all of, that like the mafia did it or the government no did it? it's more so just like uh, there's just a conspiracy about like how J, like where the bullet entered his head and where lee yeah, harvey like, oswald was yeah it just the trigonometry part. of it just doesn't add up so everyone thinks there's always been like a second shooter or not everyone because everyone is like no he did it yeah um but yeah so uh going to justin's question have you guys ever considered branching out to other sports well great question justin uh <laughs> we actually addressed question. this maybe an hour and 41 minutes ago well did we well no well kind of oh. we're doing sports comedy so what we're doing now is we're still doing sports podcasting, but it's more so based around comedy. So just our lives with a touch of sports. We're changing yeah. our brand to ride the pod. It's so, going to be very hard for us to like verbally explain what we're doing. So also a very similar question that we were asked that's not on in the chat, but was sent to us was if we could fangirl over any other sport, what would it be? 
Oh, I, I would have to say NFL. Yeah. NFL. But I feel like baseball, I guess, yeah. NFL I, just has the biggest fan base. It'd be kind of cool. To be NFL, I feel like baseball. I'd love run. to get into baseball. You really? would? Yeah. I think baseball would be really fun to get and into. And you're a huge numbers guy, too. And yeah. that's just all about numbers. Yeah, baseball. Yeah. All about numbers. numbers. Like Rain Man. What about other than sports? What would you guys podcast about? I, I like I guess you do like the comedies comedy story side of things, but if you had to be specific, me and Josh always yeah. talked about doing like a conspiracy episode one time when you weren't there. I think that would be really fun. Yeah, like, I, I don't. Can think Josh I... smoke weed for it? No. Why not? I'm never Josh. We also have a question in the chat. If Seth Rogen came on, would we smoke weed with him? Absolutely, hundred percent. He would. Yeah, I'd probably have to. Or maybe <laughs> okay, I take clip, a gun. Clip maybe, that and send it to to. to Reth Sogan, dude. Reth Sogan. <laughs> Meth, <laughs> Meth Rogan. Let's yeah. get him on here. Dude. Um, All right. So do we have anything else? Any other questions? Yeah, I got a few. Okay. Uh, we also never said what we hated about Elijah. Sick life. Dude. Well, I said, I said stubbornness. Yeah. And when I was thinking about it, what you guys are is rock, hard place. That's what you guys are. <laughs> all right. Okay. And okay. I'm caught in the middle. I'm James Franco, like right about to eat off my arm. Yeah. <laughs> And you're only like three hours into it. Yeah, exactly. Close <laughs> to 127 hours. Yeah. Would you guys buy lottery tickets? Okay. Yeah. So this this is something I wrote down because so one of our good friends here, uh, shout out Tara. Tara bought a lottery ticket today, so we know Tara in our. How life. much did she win? She didn't win yet. It was, I've, I, oh. It wasn't the fact that she won that is is making me talk about it, but it's the fact of like, I don't know. I grew up and my parents always said that they buy lottery tickets when the jackpots are huge. I feel like they just buy lottery tickets most of the time. Yeah. Um, have you guys ever bought one? Just a straight up like Lotto Max or something like no, that? No, you know what? No, I don't never. even know how they actually work. Like you just circle a couple numbers and that's how it is. Like cross your fingers over for the best. I think you tell them your numbers over it or something like that. Right, and they record it or something. Well, they print out your ticket there. Right, and there's like a few different lotteries you can enter. You can enter like the BC, the Lotto Six Forty Nine, which is is that BC? Uh, yeah, and then yeah. Lotto Max. And then the Lotto Max is Canada, right? But yeah. you know what? You know what? Maybe I would consider it if I lived in the U.S. and I could buy Powerball because that thing's but, fucking insane. Yeah, but dude, you pay, you pay taxes through your anus. Yeah, you, pay, you end up paying more than half of it, I think, or at least around half. Yeah, but dude, think of the pot, though. Yeah, Massive. it's like three hundred million sometimes. Yeah, at least at least in Canada, you know, you're like speaking of fucking lots of money uh going back to the bachelor chris harrison got paid out 500 million dollars yeah eight or, figures or, no sorry 50 50 million dollars yeah oh you would say 500 yeah dude it was a 50 million dollar settlement yeah that's fuck. or like payout yeah like dude his contract was huge yeah. thanks for coming i'll take the vacation bye yes. and and, yeah. and you know what You're and you know what me? though he'll find he'll find another gig i mean look at the guy that did are you smarter than a fifth grader um he got fired and then he ended he up he ended up being on uh fired. who wants to be a millionaire i think that was his it's kind of a glow up isn't it yeah yeah obviously him because he got a huge payout pretty sure um chris dude okay any other questions here because we gotta wrap up so sorry i was gonna bring up the lottery one you didn't let me finish so the lottery like she bought a lottery ticket and i just thought to myself so let's say you win the lottery yeah are you are you dishing out any amounts of money to like like obviously your family and things like that. Like how much? Like what are you doing with the money, in terms of like giving people some? Are you giving? Are you basically, are you guys giving me some well, money? Well, how much? How much money do I have? Like, give me a number so of how much 10 I win. Million. Let's say ten million. You got. I win ten mil. Yeah, it's not retirement. Like right is away. This money? After tax. This is after tax. Everything you're walking out of ten. So ten million untaxed, just like that's straight in the bank, straight dollars. That's like that. Uh, what's his name? George Clooney thing when he sold Casamigos. 
when he sold out, he just went to his like all of his buddies' places or whatever, and he just dropped off like a bag of like a million dollars to each of his yeah. friends who let him crash at his place for a little bit, right? Yeah, that's sick. I yeah. oh man. I, I think for like the immediate friend group, because again, like a lot of our friends are in relationships. Yeah. And obviously that money would be kind of split. But there's part of me that thinks it's like, dude, like, like let's do a down payment on a house. You know what I mean? Like get into property. What do you mean we? It's your money. No, I know, but like, no, no, like I would give them the money. It's like you guys put a down payment on the house because I'm, I'm a strong advocate right now for especially Vancouver housing. Once you're in the market, you're in the market, you're in the market and you're in there forever, you know, and the down payment is the hardest part. Like, let's like to think that, you know, of our friend group, or at least five guy friends all have girlfriends, 20K each, that's a hundred grand. 20 grand usually covers a down payment for for a pretty nice place you mean 100 grand no like no no what i'm saying though 20 each yeah 20 20 per couple yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 20 per couple so it adds up so like we have five close guy friends 100k total yeah and it all covers down payment it's like dude like if you guys decide to sell or if you guys somehow like earning that money back like you don't have to pay me back if you do it's it's fine question if you had the money though like let's say you got 10 mil and you were like going to invest some in a property, wouldn't you just straight out buy the house and you're not paying any interest whatsoever? Well, well, yeah, I would do that for myself. I wouldn't do that for my friends. Okay. So like I would, I would get their foot in the door. Yeah. And like, which is the biggest part of all of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I, I don't know. Would you guys donate to charity? That's the biggest, that's this the biggest is kind thing. of, maybe this is fucked up of me. I wouldn't donate to charity as much as I would find. Like I would want to find, either someone in my life like either friends i've always had this fucking sick idea about like just meeting like the right homeless person or like the right couple homeless people not just like going out and finding someone and giving them a bag of cash but like actually getting to know someone and be like okay like this dude i'm gonna change your life yeah like i'm gonna change your life like here's a house or something like that you know like that would because i don't know i I still kind of consider that charity like in the end like the definition of it but at least you get to see the result you get to see it it's there like you, you know you have a, a good memory of that yeah that would feel good but I, I wouldn't also mind like buying like a cheap place in like the bahamas like just a fucking mansion yeah. that's their cheap and being like boys like this is the vacay house yeah you guys want to use it like we'll we'll charge you guys like 400 like 300 bucks a night or something like that bring as many people as you want don't fuck it up we can all go together you guys can go as a couple whatever yeah. it is like and just kind of do that you know like have a hot spot for the friend group you know that'd be sick that'd be pretty dope Right. I think the I think rest I'd, would all be invested and just saved. I think I'd also, yeah, I'd probably like give out a little bit of money to people, but I also probably plan like a really big group trip with a ton of people, just all expenses. Dude, easily. That type of thing. I'd be like, boys, like, where are we going? Like, yeah, go somewhere like fucking, we've always talked about going to Arizona, go to Arizona, or maybe go somewhere in Europe or, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? You like, know what's fucked about this is like, so if you win the lot, let's say you win a hundred million, life changing money, you never have to work a day in your life if you want. Mustard mag, change my I life, want, please. Oh, please. I almost like, yeah fuck you getting all horned up dude Woo! that lady might be spoken for just saying if if she's not if that's not the one i'm thinking of dude her name's mustard meg that does not sound like it smells good um so so life-changing money 100 mil you have to pee yeah all right you and me all right you and me fuck this guy fuck this guy dude dude. um life-changing money 100 mil yeah it's almost kind of depressing what happens from there yeah. Because like you have all the time, all the money in the world. Well, not all the money, but you've got enough money to do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. None of your friends do. 
Yeah. Do you think in those kinds of situations, then then you're the guy who's obligated to like pay for your friends if you ever want to come out and do something that you know that's not with, that's not it in the budget? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and because yeah, like your taste is going to change, and theirs can't. Like it's how not much, to the degree. Yeah. Like how how if say you win a hundred mil, yeah. how frugal are you with that money still? Do you blow like a decent? Know. Do you say like give yourself ten mil, blow it, and then yeah. just go from there? Or do you, you got like, I think you got to blow a couple mil, like just to do it. Just buy something stupid, just to, just to say you can. Yeah, I think I have yeah. a stupid couple months where you're like paying every bill. Yeah, you bought a stupid car. Yeah, all these things. I almost think that like so. If I drew up a template though, like 100 million. Okay, I want to. I'll, I'll give some money to all the family members that need it. So like I know my family's taken care of. Hopefully, yeah. And then whatever money I have left, let's take like a couple million to just retire normally, like not bougie. Yeah. Just to, like make sure I don't fucking like die on the streets. And then after that. I'm just going to choose like a solid group and literally divide it equally. Cause at that point we could, at least from there, we can just all have like a sick five years together, whatever it is. And then go back to like work, work or something. Maybe that's a daydream, but at least then I'm not enjoying my money by myself. You know, do you, do you save any of your money for your unborn children? Oh, fuck. That's another thing to think about too. Damn. So that dude, when you uh, pass away, it's like, you, it you want to, you want to leave a legacy. Right, you want to leave? Do you though? You're gone anyway. Nah, but you know what though? Like, there's always like the saying of, like, keep the money within the family. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, build, like, build your own empire. You know what I mean? Like, like, leave your mark. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like my dad gave me this money. I was able to do this. I was super fortunate, and I've carried it on. I've grown it more. So now that ten million turns into a hundred million. Yeah. You know, and you just and you keep going. Anyways, okay. Uh, I think we had one more. One more question. Oh, by the way, though, if Tara wins to 70 million today, we as a podcast, we get like 500,000. Just for equipment purposes, at least equipment to pursue our dreams. Um, Last question. One that uh, was a very popular demand. Elijah's firing story. Wrong, wrong answers only. <laughs> do you know how this? So works? like, so like, give the firing story, but not for what but he change, actually got fired yeah, for. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to tell the firing story? So for everyone who hasn't heard it, no, I want to do the wrong, wrong answers only. What could Elijah get fired? I've told for. it on the podcast before, but it's been a, it's been a while. But I think I think that was actually on there. Ride the Pod too. I don't even think that was Stick and Rank. Yeah, I think you might be right. Um, do you have one queued up? Elijah shows up to work naked because he thought he was dreaming. ask somebody to pinch him to make sure he's not dreaming they pinch him he's wide awake he's like fuck (laughs) um oh see shane knows it was stickering this dude's got a memory dude he's got the opposite of a goldfish whatever that is elephant elephant things yeah he can't forget that was a giraffe a crow he's got the memory of a crow okay wrong answers only go oh man what would Elijah get fired for (laughs) elijah watched a youtube video the night before and and it was it was a woke video that said uh, high fives are out. Ass oh, actually, back. no. Laps, they're back. <laughs> he actually, watched the Key and Peele skit. Athlaps when he went to work. Got fired within five minutes. Actually, no. You know what? You know what it is. You know what yeah. mine would be. Elijah I would say Elijah starts up his own OnlyFans. Gets let go and gets discovered. <laughs> I think a lot. I'm gonna say something a little bit more like logical because I feel like it's something that Elijah Might would do. Oh. Boss comes up to him, like you know, giving him a lot of feedback, constructive. And Elijah looks at him dead, dead in the face, like grin. He's like, dude, like, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's like the, like the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's just like, 
okay see you later. yeah 100 yeah. like i just i just don't care anymore yeah like that's it. that's like right up there with being it how about elijah is back behind the bar bartending on an eight hour night super hot night and every time he thinks everyone's not looking at him he itches his balls <laughs> down his pants he literally reaches down and and and, and the, that's the thing, actually what the, i thought too like you the, get caught like during a covid year yeah. like scratching your ass and you proceed to get someone like teaspoons <laughs> <laughs> like enjoy your dessert dude that's that's what i mean dude elijah reaches down while he's bartending pulls out a wet hand after and thinks no one's looking <laughs> lo and behold the camera pulls out watching. half a shirt on his fingers and just wipes it off on a paper towel and proceeds, <laughs> proceeds to pour a brown cow <laughs> yeah here's a brown cow for you oh what do you mean it's supposed to be a glass of milk whoops <laughs> my bad or serves alcohol to a kid by mistake <laughs> oh no yeah word virgin comes up pours three shots whoops <laughs> sorry about that oh god it's not gonna be a virgin after this one all right is that everything we have here dude is that the live episode right there that's the live episode we're running an hour and 55 probably our <sighs> longest episode ever since ever. ride the pod are we gonna start doing these long episodes when Ride the pod comes back. No, I think this was one where we wanted obviously everyone to be involved, and we actually had a lot of good interactions with people, which was awesome. Yep, it was um, fun time. It was fun, and we've got only a couple more episodes left here, boys. One more. Right. one more, one more, one we've last got episode. One more, and it's probably just going to be a regular episode next time. Yeah. yeah, I would say. I mean, we might. We're going in person. We're yeah, in we'll person. be in person okay. for sure. I don't know um, if we'll go live because Josh's internet can't go live. Yeah. 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 As you guys have probably <laughs> seen. Tough. <laughs> tough look. But um, uh, anything yeah. else, boys? I'm just going to kind of clear up the Ride the Pod stuff. So, like, we're going to Ride the Pod. I would say our first episode is going to be released probably. What is it today? It's the 8th. That means I think we're going for, like, the, forgive me if I'm wrong, like, 22nd. It's that week. It's the week after the 19th is when we're looking to re- release our first podcast episode. Um, in addition to that, we're going to be doing some pretty cool video projects. So we're going to be putting all this stuff out there. Um, if I, I can't wait to watch whatever that video is. That sounds funny. <laughs> have to describe the totality of this podcast in one video. If it's like some sort of just whale on the beach, I'm going to be like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> That's like Peter Griffin with the dead whale, like trying to get it back into the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. stabs it and it dies. Oh, yeah, with the forklift? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, anyway, we'll we'll be having a bunch of announcements coming about what we're doing, when we're doing it, and how to find us. So love that. All right, um, boys. Yeah. Adios, muchachos. See you dudes. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, harder, baby.